across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Thank you, George. Always a pleasure to follow George Galloway. Um, we're kicking off the show this evening. We've got Korean Billy coming on. Yeah, I know! Uh, who's Korean Billy? Oh, where have you been, guys? We'll tell you who he is uh, after the news. You can still call in, though. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Alright la, gotta go and see our kid in the Aussie. The Brechi was boss la. I'm going to ask that for some scrambler. I need new club la. Hello, this is Billy. Today I'm going to talk about Liverpool dialect words. As Scouse is original dialect, there are many other Scouse words which are different from standard English words. Then let's take a look at some Scouse words. The first one is la. La is an abbreviation of lad and Scousers usually say la instead of mate. Also in Scouse, la is often put at the end of a sentence. The next one is brachi. I think you can guess what it means as it looks similar to the original word. Brachi means breakfast and brachi can also be spelt with B-R-E-K-K-Y. The next one is boss. You know this word, right? Boss originally means someone who is in charge of an organization, but in Scouse, boss means awesome. Then let's take a look at an example sentence. That breakfast was awesome, mate. That brachi was boss, la. That breakfast was awesome, mate. The next word is clobber. Can you guess what it means? Clobber means close. These two words look a bit similar, right? So Scousers usually say clobber instead of close. For example, I need new clothes. I need new clobberla. I need new clothes. I need new clobberla. The next one is arkid. This word seems to mean child, but arkid means brother or sister. So, when someone says our kid, you can understand that this person is talking about a brother or a sister. The next one is this one. Can you guess what it means? Aussie means hospital and in the Aussie means in the hospital. For example, I have to go and see my brother in the hospital. Gotta go and see our kid in the Aussie. I have to go and see my brother in the hospital. Gotta go and see our kid in the Aussie. The next one is scran. Scran means food. Scousers usually say scran instead of food, so when they say they are having some scran, that means they are having some food. Lastly, Scousers say the aster instead of aster. And in Scouse, the sometimes becomes de. So people in Liverpool sometimes say de aster instead of just aster. For your information, aster is a popular supermarket chain in Britain. Then let's take a look at an example. I'm going to aster for some food. I'm going to ask her for some scrana. I'm going to ask her for some food. I'm going to ask her for some scrana. Now we know some scouse words, right? Yes. I know my Liverpudlian accent is not perfect, Excellent. but I hope this one helps Excellent. you to understand some scouse. It really will. And that's it from me. I'll see you next time. Bye. That dear listener, isn't it brilliant? Isn't it absolutely brilliant? That is Korean Billy. Now, you know me. All right. You, shush. You know me. I don't click on links. All right. But um, for some reason, the last week or so, Korean Billy has keep, kept popping up in my timeline. Limmy, the Scottish comedian, retweeted one. I think Kathy Burke may have retweeted one as well. I'm not. I'm not sure. 
Um, so I clicked on a link, and boy, oh boy, I'm so glad I did. He's brilliant. He puts out these videos on his YouTube channel, Korean Billy, um, where he explains different dialects and different words and how you could use them in conversation. And they're da- they're so charming. They are done beautifully. He's very enthusiastic. You've got to give him that. Um, and they're, they're, they're really mesmerizing. They're hypnotic to watch. Um, well, Korean Billy is Korean. I'm assuming he's called Billy. Uh, he lives in South Korea. He's on the phone now. Evening, Korean Billy. Good evening. This is Korean Billy. Hello. <laughs> it's actually you. Korean Billy, it's so nice to talk to you. I've got to, I've got to ask, wh- why did you start doing these videos? Well, I don't know. I, I just couldn't help, you know, getting fascinated by British dialects, actually. So, I, I used to live in Preston, Lancashire. Oh, yeah. Like two years ago, as an exchange student. Yeah. And, while living there, I was, like, surrounded by Scousers, actually. So <laughs> I just naturally learned to, you know, Scouse words by my just yeah. like, schoolmates and other friends. And after learning just Scouse words and other, like, Lancashire words, I just got fascinated by the British dialect itself. Yeah. So I just decided to make... Just videos about British dialects, actually. And how are you choosing the areas and the regions that you're going for? What, 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 have you visited all of these places, or, or, or have you just heard about them? Well, well, my first dialect video was about the Scouts words, because yeah. I was living near Liverpool. So I usually just uh, choose area based on, you know, my just background knowledge, actually, like yeah. the places where I, I have actually been. So yeah. I chose Liverpool first because I, I live near there. Yeah. And my second one was about Manchester words because Preston was also close to Manchester. Yeah. So I could learn about the Mancunian words, actually. So, But these days I'm just trying to, you know, explore more, like, going to Newcastle or even Wales. Uh-oh. So these days I'm in Korea and I'm just trying to do lots of research and trying to learn more words like, throughout the United Kingdom, actually. So you, you live in South Korea. Um, when, was, <clears throat> excuse me, when was the last time you came over? What, was it when you were an exchange student? Uh, it was in... So it's 2017, right? So yeah, it I was think so, yes. In 2015? Yeah. From January till uh, around July, I guess. So it's like, you know, two years ago. How does Preston compare to South Korea? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And you can be honest, Billy, you be honest. Well, to be honest with you, like, Preston is not that uh, big city, right? It's it's just a small town, actually. So... So I, before before going to Preston, I had lived in Seoul, which is which is the capital city of South Korea. So that must have, that must have been a shot going from Seoul to Preston, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like like that was a like total 
difference. So, but it was really nice because I could like mm, I could hang out with you know Northerners, not Londoners actually. So it was like such a yeah. nice experience to me actually. Why well, um, I really like you know Northerners. Why are you well? I, I, I work with one Billy. They 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 wear after a bit. Um, why why are you doing it? What what what's your plan with these videos? Well, um, there are there are still lots of British dialects I haven't done yet. So, my dream is to you know explore all over the UK actually, wow. and take a look at all the British dialects. There are like tens of like dialects, right? Yeah, yeah, so, oh, loads, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think I'll just you know continue working on more videos about other British dialects, actually. Are you surprised how well it's taken off? I, I mean, I'm, most of them have got around about 30,000. The, the Liverpool one I've just played has got um, 112,000 views. That, that It's really taken off, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, I, I was, like, so surprised to see those, you know, million views, actually, and I didn't expect that. So <laughs> it's still very really surprising to me. I'm really glad about that. Um, people love it. There's been a lot of affection for you on... Uh, t- I can, See, I can see you hosting a TV show. I, I would watch Korean Billy drives around the UK. I'd watch that. That'd be brilliant. You go, <laughs> you go and you try the food and you meet the locals and you learn some of the words and um, y- you do the accents. That'd be good. Yeah, and I'd love to like visit the UK again. So... Especially this year, because last year I couldn't manage to you know, visit the UK again. Yeah. And hopefully this year I could, I would like visit the UK, especially Liverpool again. And um, Billy, next li- next like next time you're in the UK, let us next time you're in the UK, let us know. We'll we'll get you in the studio. We'll we'll, we'll get you in. Um, we'll get you in properly. What do you what do you do at home, Billy? What do you do for a living, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I graduated uh from college last year yeah so and right after graduation i started my youtube channel and started to make videos so uh that's how i actually you know that's how i officially like became korean belly (laughs) and and besides that i just do you know translation jobs as right. you know a freelancer actually because i can you know i can do both korean and english yeah and what do your family think mm-hmm. i don't know if, if your parents are still around but what, what what do your family think about you being you know korean billy and being an internet sensation well my my parents are more like you know older generations so <laughs> they don't get it and they are just they're just totally korean so they know nothing about british dialects actually so <laughs> and so they they just you know you know they are just delighted yeah. but they don't know what's going on yeah. i mean even even now you know they don't actually get what's going on on the internet because they don't really you know go on to the internet um and how long is it? Because I'm listen. I'm rubbish at accents. I'm I'm so impressed that you have a go at all the accents. And in the, the end, you say, "Oh, you, my accent may not have been good." Most of them are pretty darn good, Billy. You should be very proud of yourself for that. I can't do accents. How long does it take you to get the accents? Well, 
you know, when I decide to, you know, make a video about one British dialect, yeah. I I have to practice a lot. So it takes me quite a lot of, of a lot of time to, you know, to practice that accent. So usually it takes me around a month, you know, yeah. to finish making a video about one, you know, British dialect. And some British, you know, some British accents are literally like easy for me. Yeah. But some dialects, like like some dialects and accents, like you know, Glass Region one and Scottish ones, that yeah, really really difficult to me. So it takes me a lot of time to make such videos. I've learned something from watching your videos. I didn't know they said. <laughs> I didn't know they said to Asda. In Liverpool, uh, <laughs> I'm going to Dazda. Oh, so. you didn't, you didn't know that. No, yeah, I, I, I go to the Asda for some Scala. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! I think there's so what, what's what's brilliant, Billy, is um, you're so in, you're so enthusiastic in these videos, and you don't, you know, I I don't know what it's like in Korea, but in England and Britain at the moment, everything's so cynical, and everyone wants to be a little bit clever and arch and a bit mean and your videos they're just yeah. two three minutes of just it's their celebration and they're sincere and it's so refreshing to see something online that's sincere <laughs> thank you and uh, also in korea like korean people only know about you know so too posh and just london yeah. words and you know bbc accents so I just wanted to, you know, let Korean people know that there are various kinds of British dialects which are also fascinating, as well as the London ones. So what's next, Billy? What's the next? I, what's the I, next accent you're going to be focusing on? Well, many people are asking me to do one about the, you know, London street dialect words like. Charles word or Roman word, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe I will just work on that. Accent, oh, mate, like, your what's up momentum, that kind of stuff. Hang on, say that again. What's up momentum? Is that fair jokes like that kind of stuff? You know, <laughs> you what? You, you, what you need to do? You, you, do you know Cockney rhyming slang? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, London street slang was. Like, do that. Like that. Do do apples and pears. Oh, I can't remember any. Um, whistle and flute. Do I'd mm-hmm. I'd pay top dollar to see that, Billy. I think you're absolutely brilliant at what you do, um, and it's so nice to see mm-hmm. you know a young man creating something, making something. As I say, that it's it's not cynical. It's not arch. There's nothing like that. There are wonderful videos, and if you come to the UK again, Billy, let me know, and we'll get you in the studio one night. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you very much. They'll be wicked. Nice one, man. Take care and best of luck with the rest of the videos. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Korean Billy, ladies and gentlemen. Want to follow him on Twitter? At Korean Billy. You want to look at his YouTube videos? Korean Billy. Absolutely brilliant. And what a nice young man. In this age, when everything is so miserable, and this show is trying to be an antidote to meanness, you know that. I think we've we've almost got a manifesto now. It's an antidote to meanness. So to have someone like that, who makes these cracking-looking videos that are a bit of fun, and there's not one, there's not one wink to the camera, there's not one, you know, kind of sly 
sarcastic reference. It's all sincere. Imagine that. Creating something sincere. Thank you, Billy. I really enjoyed that. Oh, th- the, the show begins and continues. I can see Caddick's name flashing up on the screen. It means it must be somewhere between 10 and 1 uh, of an evening on talk radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on talk radio. Late nights, Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Had an excellent... Had, had, had three and a half hours sleep. So we, we got up with the boys and I let them play a little bit of Star Wars Lego while I had a doze on the sofa. But we had an excellent day. We went to our second... 0344 By the way, we went to our second pantomime of the season and it's late. It's late in the season. I think this pantomime finishes on uh, Saturday. Went to see Mr. Tumble, Justin Fletcher in... Um, um, uh, oh, yeah, Sleeping... No, not Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. In Reading, the Reading Hexagon. Um, and I, I'm always anxious about going to pantomimes after Christmas because they were singing Jingle Bells in it. And it's January the 6th, guys. And also, most of the schools are back. So the theatre at a matinee was empty we were in the second row and there was uh, there was no one sat behind us but 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 here's the exciting thing right because there weren't many people oh oh i've just remembered this is now is this i got angry with a, an old disabled man today i didn't say to him i'm angry with you but i was angry with an old selfish disabled man so we're in the second row it's row d but yeah second row Bless you. And um, we're in the middle, right? Brilliant seat. Second row in the middle. Justin Fletcher was impressed that I could go... I had to take my headphones off for that. I shouldn't have been wearing headphones in the theatre anyway. That was rude. Um, And at the end of the aisle were obviously two grandparents and their grandchild, right? And right at the end was the granddad. Now, the granddad was sat there with... His left leg straight out in front of him, right, under the seat in front. And his right leg was, 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 you know, bent, normal, and he had a stick. And we had to go past this gentleman to get to our seats. And the boy started climbing over his leg. I went, whoa, 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 hang on, boys. That's not what we do. Let's just wait. But the old man didn't move. He just sat there with his leg stuck under the chair in front of him and he went oh you're gonna have to climb over i've got a gammy leg whoa dude so and it's narrow you know what it's like when you're trying to get past someone in seats at a theater it's narrow it's narrow at the best of times you know when 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 you hate i hate it when in in narrow cinemas or theaters when you try and get past and all people do is they just turn to the left a bit no, no, no. You stand up, you push, you lift your chair and you step back. That's what you do. You got there early. It's annoying. Yeah, don't ma- Particularly if it's annoying if you're doing it in the middle of the show. But tough. It's what you do. You stand up. Got back. It's tricky if you've got coats and bags with you. But you stand up, you raise your seat, you step back, you let them pass. That's what you do. This old fella said, no, you have to climb over. I've got a gammy leg. Oh, climb over an old man's disabled leg? So the boys climbed over and they're, they're young. They're nimble. Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Um, 
I'm not so young and I'm not so... And there wasn't... And I'm carrying three coats and a bag of sweets and a coffee. And I had to climb over this old boy's leg and I just... I just... I got angry. I was angry inside. I, was, I didn't say anything to him, of course not. I was, I was the, the perfect gentleman. But I did get angry. And um, and then, during the interval, I had to take the boys to the toilet. Pegleg was still there. didn't move. Didn't we have to climb over them again? Can you can you believe that, Caddick? Oh, no. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and I've got a lot of time for the elderly and the disabled... But there was something about that that really got my goat. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. But here's the thing, right? Because they're 0344 499 otherwise it could just be me and Caddick for the next hour and uh, two and a half hours. Here's the thing. Because there weren't many people there, right, the yeah. dream scenario happened, Alan. The dream scenario. An old, grumpy usher... Usherette, I don't know if we say that these days, came up to my eldest boy during the interval and said, would you like to go up on stage at the end of the pantomime and meet Justin Fletcher, Mr Tumble? Wow! Yeah, my boy, because you know, all pantomimes, when everyone's getting ready for the wedding scene, they have to do a thing where they get some kids up and they have a little bit of business, do a bit of business. Yeah, it was a sing-along and a bit of business. You always get the kids up, it's a bit of business. And yeah. some, some pantomimes I've been to, they're a bit mean to the kids. They make jokes about the kids. Have you seen that? They do that. The, 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 Justin Fletcher, I knew Justin Fletcher wouldn't do it. So this woman's, this old usherette is talking to my boy, and he's eating his crisps, right? Yeah. Pombez, which they were oh, selling at the venue. Well, you don't see many of them around. Oh, I like Pombez. And um, she said, would you like to go up and meet Justin Fletcher at the end? And he's eating, he goes, yeah. She goes, could you stop, would you stop eating your crisps? All right, fair enough. And I said, that would be fun, wouldn't it, eh? You get to go up and, you know, and you don't have to do it if you don't want to. It's in touch. She goes, do you mind if I just talk to him, please? Flip it, Nick! Oh. All right. Anyway, 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 oh, anyway. this guy? Huh? Oh, this guy? It was a woman. It was an old woman. And she obviously didn't... She was obviously enjoying the power of being able to select which children go up on stage for the business at the end. That's future stuff for you. Yeah, I know, and I did. Th- she'd have uh, if if I, I did. Well, again, I was I was getting quite angry. Um, but 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 um, j- about te- five minutes before the end, she beckoned my son, and he walked off, and I was very proud of him because he gets a little bit shy and a bit nervous. And they stood at the wings, and then Justin Fletcher went, "Oh, and we've got some children out. You come. We've got children this side. We've got and four children walked out, and my boy walked out, Caddick, and he walked out." And he's got his hands in his pockets. He had attitude. He was like like a young Liam Gallagher, six-year-old Liam oh Gallagher. Oh boy! He had his. Um, I didn't spit or anything, but he did have a. Yeah. He did have a, um, uh, a J on. He didn't. So he, he's got his hands in his pockets, and he just saunters up there like it's nobody's business. And uh, Justin Fletcher went, "Look at you! I like that. You're confident." And uh, then he uh, he waved at me, and it was it was one of the most wonderful. Um, we weren't allowed to take photos. Child protection. The old woman told me. The old PC brigade. Yeah, well, I took some photos. I don't care whose picture, whose kids they are in there. I took some photos. You're not sorry. You're not having my six, soon to be seven year old son standing on stage with a multicolored feather duster, um, being shouted at by Justin Fletcher, and then not be a photo of that. Oh, no. There is a photo. It is on my phone, and it'll be shown at his wedding. Trust me. Trust me. 
But Bye. it was excellent. Justin Fletcher is, um... He can speak child. He can speak kid. He knows how to speak their language. And he's very good. He's very, and very good. he's good at doing Makaton as well. Yeah, he did, he did, um... He, he did uh, a little bit of Keith Fit as well. He did. Uh, yeah. he, I can't remember why, but he just he slipped into a bit of Keith Fit. It was it was it was very funny. But I tell you what, Alan. Yeah. And you mentioned this, right? Yeah. Do they rehearse these pantomimes? They could do. What? Because I've seen two pantomimes this year, and in both of them, they forgot lines. They fell over. There were bits that where obviously they were surprising each other with bits that, that clearly weren't rehearsed. What the hell is? Go- I want to see a professional, rehearsed theatrical production, not bits of people messing around on stage and bursting into spontaneous laughter. I don't want to see that. Well, this leads on to one getting me mum for her birthday. Acting lessons. No, a pair of tickets to see Miss Saigon. Oh, beautiful! Oh, no, you're not! Oh, yes, I am. At the Birmingham Hippodrome. Oh, beautiful. Opening night. Hey, that'd be good, wouldn't it? For me, Mum and Dad, it would be. Yeah. (laughs) But could they deserve a night out after what happened? They deserve... What, what, uh, giving birth to you? No, no. I mean, what happened with my mum and all oh, that? Oh, yeah, being poorly and stuff. Yes, no, they most definitely deserve a night out, and what a wonderful, thoughtful gift that is. When is it? When, when are they going? In July. Oh, mate, that's nice. Now, well done, you, Caddick. You've, uh, the, son of the day, um, first place goes to my son, second place goes to my other son, third place goes to Alan Caddick. Ah, uh, one middle position, that's brilliant. Yeah, we go. Oh, nice and one, Alan. And also, one more other thing. I'm going, thanks for paying for my new glasses. Sorry? I'm getting some free glasses on the NHS. Oh! Flipping well, heck, Alan! Because I'm short-sighted. Well, that's a bit short-sighted of you. Oh, I've got a squint in me white eye. Well... Um, d- yeah, d- make your own I jokes. Was telling, I was telling our Robert... Yes. About it. Yes. And he says, why, are you paying, why do we have to pay for your glasses? You used to pay for your glasses yourself. Yes, he does, Robert does make a good point, Alan. You should pay for your glasses yourself. But that's the beauty of the NHS. What, you, we go and get specs for people like you just so you can read karaoke lyrics and look at pornography better? No. No? It's mainly for when I'm on the computer to look at the website. Yeah, yeah, the websites, Alan. I don't want to pay for you to knock one out. No, I've made it for the talk radio website. Well, still, there's some very erotic images of um, Julia Hartley Brewer on there. Um, Alan? No, <coughs> I've got a frog in my throat, so I'm going to be coughing a lot. Alan, um, listen, we've got no other callers lined up. I've never seen it so barren on the switchboard. So, Alan, Co- you're... It must be, must be the January law. Um, it must be the... Yes, it must be, but... I need you, Alan, to put out a call to arms. You've got to incite the listeners to call in. Do it, Alan. Okay, everyone. This is Alan here. Listen up and listen good. Ian needs your call. Call in now. 0344 Remember, we call you back. 0344 Thank you, Alan. I, I think if he'd gone on any longer, he would have exploded there. Yeah, that's getting maximum velocity. We have got no calls, which is, um, 
Well, it's the first time on this show that we've had no calls at 10.30. George Galloway did say it was a tough old night. What's, uh, well, Big Brother, is Big Brother still on or is that just finished? That might still be on that. Are you watching the Big Brother? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about it after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. Doesn't matter if you don't call in tonight, guys, because I have got lots to talk about. Um, but we've been watching a little bit of the Big Brother, um, me and Kath. Um, but I don't, I don't get this. Um, I don't get this run of it. I don't get it. I don't like the look of it, the pop art look. I don't think it's good. Emma Willis, I think, is wonderful. She's one of the best presenters we've got on television at the moment. Absolute. I think she's brilliant. And I will not have a bad word said about her. Um, but I don't get this uh, series. So they've basically just got the biggest asses from all the other series, since Channel 5 have owned it, and put some new asses in there. There's no one... I don't have any empathy with anyone or any sympathy for anyone. I don't like any of them. There's too many, there's too many Americans. God, I wish I was still doing that show. I'd tell them there's too many Americans. There's not a big American star. You want a big, um, like the guy from Reservoir Dogs or a Gary Busey or you want a big American star, uh, who, you know, hasn't been in the spotlight for 30 years and doesn't have a clue what they're doing. There isn't any of that. There's just all these um, very annoying, very camp Americans um, and that James Dancer. It's just, they're all, um, they're all as irritating as hell. You need a, you need light and shade. And at the moment, it's very shady in there. Very little light. I don't, I don't get it. And I, I, I you know, I did work with on the Big Brother shows for a long, long time. Um, and I'm, I'm genuinely a fan of Big Brother. I do like a bit of Big Brother. I, I, I've not watched it for a couple of years because it takes up so much of your life. But uh, what was that, Kath? A what? A, a bullet? A bottler. Oh, that, that person who just phoned in, don't bottle it. Be nice. Um, but I'm, I'm, we're watching this series really scratching our head. And everyone, if you saw it tonight, I won't go on about it too much because I know not everyone likes it. But, um, if you're watching it tonight, they're, they're all getting annoyed with that man and that woman, Spidey, Spencer and Heidi, for stealing the water. You know that's what they're in there for. Yeah? You know that's why they keep doing reality TV shows, because they get paid a lot of money to be mean. That's, that's their job. So, of course, they're going to wind each other up. That's what, <laughs> that's what they're in there for. There's too much meanness in it. Chris is on the line. Good evening, Chris. You all right, Ian? I'm all right, Chris. What you got for us? Do you not think it's become a bit of a parody, Big Brother? Um, I think this series has. Yeah, I, 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 I think this series has. I've, I've, I've enjoyed. I've not seen the last couple, if I'm honest. Um, just because. Um, well, I, I did get a little bit bitter once I stopped being paid to watch it. Um, but also it just it, it takes up all your life. And in fact, when the last series was on. I was having a mental breakdown, and when the series before that was on, I was doing a breakfast show, so I couldn't really watch it. But yeah, I think it is a little bit of a parody of itself now. Massively, I think, no disrespect to Channel 5, I think they're a fantastic company, but I think they've turned it into, they they saw that that it was on its way, Yeah, and it was kind of, well, let's take the mick out of it. Yeah, 
Yeah, they've made it more tabloidy, but but it won't. You know, it's it's still Channel Five's biggest um, crowd puller by a massive majority. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's given them the money to be able to do other things that are brilliant. Uh, like, like the history stuff that they do now. Is yeah, or like clip shows about oh, well, funny, cats funny cats, voiced by I don't know who that guy is, but he's excellent. He's quite good. Yeah, he, he keeps he keeps you entertained. He keeps. <laughs> he he does. does a, I watch. I, I never watch those those programs. I, I I go in and I do the job, and it's wonderful. And the, like, the clips, I think, are, are very very funny. But I don't. I've never watched an episode of Cats Make You Laugh Out Loud. Uh, and I watched it, uh, on the telly, and I watched yeah. about ten minutes of it this evening, and I had to turn it off because my voice was annoying me. Because there's a, there's a spe- I can't do it now because my, my throat's going a bit. Um, but I have a specific voice that I use for that program, and um, it I, I find it quite stressful doing that job because you're sat in a really hot booth for two and a half hours. Have a look at this crazy guy. He thinks he can make it all the way to the wall. He's got another thing coming. I get exactly what you mean because I, I, in my younger days, I used to do a bit of hospital radio, mm. and listening back to myself. Oh yeah, it's the worst. Even now, where I can slightly hear my voice coming back through, through this. Yeah, it, it's, I, I don't, I, I hate the sound of my own voice. Yeah, it's it's I, the worst. It's the it's not not your voice particularly. Thank you. But but no, but but one's own voice is um is the worst thing to listen to. How do how do people who make a like like yourself who make a living from the voice? Yeah. How do you cope with that? I don't listen to it. I don't listen I, to this rubbish. Oh come on! So you 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 don't watch anything back that you've ever been in? in, in. I, I haven't. Well, okay, when I started, when I started doing the program years ago called the Eleven O'clock Show, I watched all of them. I watched all of them because it was an amazing novelty to be on the telly. Incredible novelty. And also I watched them because I wanted to learn. I wanted to learn what I was doing wrong and how I could improve and which bits I liked. And I would, so I, so I, I would study them. Um, but I haven't watched, I don't think I've watched, I've not been on telly much for a long time anyway. I don't think I've watched anything I've done for years. Partly because I haven't really done anything worth watching for years and partly because I don't, I don't need to, you know. Oh, so I no, I don't, I don't, I don't watch it. I wouldn't say that. You've got the highest rated show in, on Australian TV. Yeah, but boy, boy, that is actually a true story as well. Um, oh. But, 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 I mean, I, I see all the clips when I'm doing the voiceover, so I don't need yeah. to watch the yeah. show again. I've, I've dug out a couple of clips and showed them to my boys, but um, I, I don't need to see the show again because I've seen all the funny bits. Um, and I don't listen to this again. And if Kath is um, making the podcast in the office without her headphones in, I, I, I get quite shirty with her and tell her to put her headphones in because I can't listen to it. Because in my head, I sound quite posh. You see, that, that's what I, I, I think. In my <laughs> head, I, I, see, I think I've got a middle of the England accent. Yeah. Uh, like like a Jimmy Carr accent. It, yeah. It's not specific, you know, going back to what Korean Billy does. Yeah. I don't think I've got a northern accent in my head. But when I hear it back, it, it, it just sounds dull and monotonal. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I sound I sound like my dad, a Cockney street urchin in real life. No, you don't. Well, that's but that's what. To to it. Well, but that's what I sound like when I listen to myself. I sound like my dad is a Cockney street urchin, apples and pears, governor. Um, whereas in my head, I sound very well spoken. Yeah, 
But it, you've got you've had that progression because when, like you say, when you started back on the eleven o'clock show, you were a lot younger, you you were a lot more brash, yes. and I, I, no disrespect to yourself, I found you quite difficult to watch. But I was yeah. a lot younger than myself. Yeah. I was a knob. And I, 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 <laughs> I was a knob. No <laughs> absolutely not. But you know, I've just been told by my um, uh, Australian producer, uh, Tech Op. <laughs> that my cats make you laugh out loud also topped the ratings in New Zealand 2015 boom I might go into a tour over there why not why not exploit it let's exploit it well I'm, I'm doing I had a, a friend of mine Adam was going to book me a tour in this country and we talked about it and, uh, and uh, he said look I, I'm you know I'm, I'm running some comedy clubs why don't I book you some shows and stuff and then he booked three, and then I bottled it. I, went, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it. And he's fair, yeah. fair play. He's a good lad. He he he's he went. All oh, right, we don't have to do it if you don't want to. But um, anyway, uh, Chris, did we get to the point of your phone call? Absolutely, there was no point because Beautiful. you had nobody to talk. No, I know. You up and give you a little bit. It's going to be quite. It'll be good. thank you, Chris. It's going to be quiet. We've got Angela. We've got Dana lined up. You can give us a call as well if you want. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Angela. Hi, Ian. How are you today? I'm all right, Angela. Yeah, you sound better. Yeah. Did well, you got... enjoy the pantomime? I did, did enjoy the pantomime. Yeah, I did actually. It was. It was. It was because I do think pantos can be quite tedious and and a bit ropey. Um, but both of the ones I've seen this year have been absolutely excellent. Hmm. That was good. We, we who was Who was in it? Who was in it? Oh, um, I cannot, can't pronounce his name, but he does a lot of TV, children's TV oh, programs. I, I know the fella, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's pretty good with his co-worker. We always have him every year. I, um, um I'm, yeah. So we had, we had Mr. Tumble in ours. I'm trying mm. to look at, there was an American woman in it as well. I wonder who the American woman was, is the, is the, 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 what do they call it, the bitch? Mm. Um, uh, after... It doesn't say who the American... Right. So, Carl Loxley was on it, was in it. He was in The Voice in 2015. Right. But it doesn't say who the, the American woman... She was excellent. There was an American woman playing the, the wicked witch. The, I don't know, the step, evil stepmom in Snow White. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't say who she, who she is, but she must have been somebody because she was an American... Well, how do we find out who it... Can someone... What the hell is going on with this thing? Anyway. Anyway, Angela, you've not called in to hear a man having a breakdown over a computer. What have you called in for? Well, I've called in to have a chat with you to see... Because I haven't got many callers, so I've got a ring in for you. Katie Cameron! Well, she's not famous. Yeah. Is Katie Cameron it, famous? Yeah, I think she is. Who, who is she? Right, hang on a second. Okay, do you want to Google it? I'm good. Yeah, I'm, 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 Katie Cameron... Katie Cameron. Katie Cameron. She's a New Yorker, been living in London for the last two years. I don't think she's anyone famous. Right. She was a singer. She was, um, well, she was singing and acting. Mm. She was excellent. Okay. I mean, excellent as the wicked stepmother, you know. It's... Oh, here she is. Katie Cameron actor. That's the, fa- uh, what? Katie Cameron actor. Yes. She's also, also a Facebook profile. Oh. I'll have a look for you. Well, oh, okay. 
and then we're oh god get on but um you're like um they, you're like a, a a private investigator i'd yeah. love to be a private investigator i think i'd be a good private investigator particularly now as you're right we've got google and facebook which makes it easier mm. to find um makes it easier to find people oh there was a brilliant story hang on a second speaking of google and facebook have you seen this this utter prune of a woman i love this i love this right a beautician has been jailed after a police client spotted her facebook message offering 300 pounds for someone to take her three points for speeding what an absolute pudding Sherry Sidal, 30, had been caught exceeding a 30 miles per hour limit in her Audi TT. That's a car. It was her fourth conviction in two years, and the penalty points would have led to an automatic driving ban. She appealed to her friends on social media, writing, Who wants cash for taking three points? Been done again. Her pals had previously warned her about her Facebook post. Oh, did we get that bookseller, by the way? You forgot to investigate, Catherine. Unbelievable. Um, her pals had previously warned her about her Facebook posts after she uploaded what appeared to be a selfie taken while driving. Um, the self-employed... Uh, Siddle was caught speeding on the A684 near Morton-on-Swale last year. The self-employed makeup artist lied about who was driving at the time of the incident after a friend arrange for another man to take the points but one of her clients oh who is a police officer saw her facebook message and reported her oh that's brilliant she was jailed for four months and banned from driving for eight months here we go here we go here we go she said her actions were a result of being drunk and having bipolar Although no medical evidence was presented to say she was. <laughs> oh, absolutely brilliant. Oh dear. Oh, I'll, just play, I'll just play my games on Facebook, that's all. I don't see, I don't, what games is it on Facebook? Mafia War and stuff? Because I, I, I've never played a Facebook game. Um, I just use it to get my um, lives back or something like that. Oh. And I've got like a um, township. Uh, yeah. Boring stuff at night time. I, um... Cookie game. I, uh... Uh, I I went through a thing. Can you still get games on Yahoo? Um, I think you can. I I went through a thing about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. 14 years ago, but it was the dark days. uh, I was obsessed with playing, um... Dominoes on Yahoo. Dominoes. And so I'd stay up all night for whatever reason just playing dominoes on yahoo with people all around the world can you still can you still play dominoes on yahoo with people all around the world i think you can but my yahoo is on my phone so i'd have to have a look for you well, don't don't angela don't you worry i'll bing it mm-hmm. um listen thank you for calling in angela i appreciate that oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i got really into playing dominoes with uh with with people around the world on yahoo that was strange sad pathetic life i've led oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand dana hip 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 dana 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 now listen um I, I just have to say something i've got a big up the new zealand massive it's da 
because you know I know he doesn't get a lot of um, lot of love. So no, there's I a reason for that. There's a reason for that. <laughs> got, yesterday. We finished the show, and I came out of the studio, and Ed was in tears. And I said, what's wrong, man? He said, I, I didn't like the way that everybody was talking about me. I went, oh, grow Aww. a pair, mate. Grow a pair. You're a Muppet. Deal with it. And I gave him a, just for good measure, I gave him a clip around the ear, but quite a tough one. And I walked out laughing. I just felt for him. I, I Because I've been at work recently, I've been having to go to bed really early. And that's another reason I'm ringing, is I have to go to bed in a moment. So I will be podcasting. I just felt for him so much. Dana, would you, would, you like to do, uh, would you like to do his job one day? Is that, you know, would that, I'd love to, yeah, honestly, yeah. 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 He, well, he's taken that. He's a foreigner <laughs> that's come over here and taken... <laughs> A job from you, from a British, <laughs> a British person, and I, with with the greatest of respect, if we had a tr- if we had a trans woman here, we'd be ticking so many boxes, Dana. We'd be ticking so many boxes. Instead, we've got a white middle class foreign bloke. I mean, really. <laughs> Unbelievable! So, if we all chip in, we could all. If we all chipped in, we could get him a first class ticket back. Couldn't hey, we? look, next, she's changed her tune. Oh she? no, no, no! I mustn't say that. No, no. So much love. I, much love. I just want him to know that there there are people out there who do care, yeah. and and we know that he's the linchpin behind the whole show. We know that he's holding you and Kath up, and. Without him, Without him, the foundations would buckle. Yeah, well, you, you, well, we didn't have him on New Year's Eve, and we managed to, <laughs> we managed to pull off a four-hour show. Uh, but it was a bit of a car wreck. Now, listen, a couple of things. Dana, mm. you sent me two emails. Let me address those, those, um, those oh, concerns yes, I now. Did. I didn't want to mention that on air. No, 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 no. Yes, you are. But you are performing at the performance ring in February. I'm, yes. I'm going to email everybody tomorrow that I've got so far. Thank and you. And you also, well, what was this you want? You, you're you're going to start doing a podcast. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I've got an idea for a podcast. Yes. And it'll be sort of like 20 minutes, maybe half an hour. And I want to talk to people like you and people I've met when I'm doing filming. Yes. About, about the careers and their careers and how they got into things and why they do what they do. And I thought, you'd be perfect for the first one. I'm and in. It would just be really I'm in. Nice. When do you want to do really? it? Really? Whenever, whenever's good for you. I'm talking to Lee. You know Lee? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing their podcast this week. I'm, I'm the guest. Oh, um, but I'm going to talk to him about technical things yeah. and get some information off him and see if he can help me out. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I mean, and I here's get, the thing, oh. here's the thing. You know we had um, Ginger Beard Mark in the other week and made that brilliant yes, film? Yes, yes, And then my friend Simon's going to come in and make a film. And oh. I, I meant to, I've been thinking about this for a while, and I don't quite... So I'm going to put out there an open invitation, right, because, because Talk Radio don't do any promotion for the show. So, so, if you've got a podcast or you want to make a short film um, about me or about the show or about how we put the show together... Or, or Ed, or Ed. Or Ed, or I'm sure... I've not spoken to them about this, but I'm sure... Or, or Ed or Catherine, but that's entirely up to them. If you want to do that, then mm. send me an email and we'll do it. If you want to... Inter- I mean, again, I can't speak for Ed and Catherine. I'm assuming they'll be OK, but that, that we'll talk yeah. about this. Stuff. But no, if you I'm want to interview fair. us about the show, about working in the radio... This is not no, you, Dana. This is everyone. If you uh, And it involves... It, it can be done at our leisure, so it doesn't cost us anything financially, and it doesn't mm. cost us time-wise... Um, then you can. I just thought it would be nice if... I was so impressed by Mark like, when he came in and what he did, and he's such a nice man. I just thought it would be nice if we start popping up on, you know, people's smaller homebrew podcasts or YouTube channels or or anything like that. You know, a little, mm. little bit of little bit of the old uh, promotions. That's it. It, nice. it, 
It would, and I think the thing is, and I, and I know, I know, you know, you've said this many times, and I know you find compliments difficult, yeah, um, but there is so much love for the show, and no, so many people, no, no. not not just love it and enjoy it and laugh and, and laugh along, no. but a lot of people get real comfort from it as well, um, and it's and you know, and it is, you know, it's, you know, the things that you 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 talk about and have talked about, and the way you're so honest. And, and it, but it is. It's, it means a hell of a lot. Um, the show, and so you know, you, you will you'll get inundated because there are plenty of people no, out there who would love to talk well, to we, you. Well, we, 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 I know that there are lots of uh, uh, keen enthusiasts out there who, who who do their own things, and um, you know, if we can if we can fit it in, guys, then um, we'd uh, we'd love to. I just think it'd be a nice little uh, little thing. Um, anything else, Dana? Before I cut you off. Um, but no, so I'll get in contact with Lee and then I'll talk to him, then I'll talk to you. And no, just have a great weekend. It's my last day at MS tomorrow, so I'm unemployed again from Monday. Beautiful. I've cut, I've cut you off. Cut her off. We're going to find out what she's, what she had for supper in a minute. Uh, thank you, Dana. Oh, so, uh, yeah, if you, I know there are lots of you out there that do podcasts and do, um, have, you know, YouTube channels and, um, and things like that. And if you think you can, you know, you'd want to interview us or come and film us doing this or whatever, and it doesn't cost us any time. Oh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't put us out of our of our time. It doesn't cost us any money, and um, uh, then you can, I suppose. Does that make sense? That sounds like something. This is like a sort of sounds like a sort of plan, doesn't it? Not a plan exactly. But it sounds like something. Ian at ianlee.com. Um, lots of, I, I should be telling you about, there's loads of live shows coming up as well, but I'm aware that I'm giving you loads of stuff to process. I am doing a live show in Milton Keynes in March and a live show in Birmingham in June and a live show in Nottingham in April. Um, but I'll tell you about them next week, shall I? Yeah, I'll tell you about them next week because um, I can't be bothered to click on the uh, window on my uh, I'm tired of self-promotion I'm tired of self-promotion I'm enjoying being off of uh, uh, off of Twitter during the day I'm enjoying that a lot Li- Greg and Nigel I'll come to you after the break life has got a whole lot better uh, I don't know how long I'll be able to maintain it but um, it was kind of nice being at the theatre with the boys and in the interval I, I turned on my phone to see if there was any texts and emails there weren't um, and I turned on my phone so I could get a sneaky photo of the boy when he went up on stage. We were t- no, not allowed to take photos. You show. <laughs> I'm not letting this opportunity go. But um, I couldn't check Twitter. I couldn't ch- check in with Twitter and say, hey, guys, I'm at the Pando at the uh, Hexagon in Reading and uh, having a great time. Having a great time, guys, at the Pando with Justin Fletcher, Mr. Tumble. Great time here. Couldn't do it. Brilliant. So it became... Um, a private moment between me and my two boys. And then we sent a, 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 a picture to uh, to my wife. But it became a private moment between me and the two boys, a shared moment. There was nobody, you know, digitally um, who was also involved in it. It was just the three of us having a laugh and was all the better for it. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Nigel, Craig, you'll be coming up after the news. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Ah, oh, man. It's a nice, relaxed show this evening. I'm happy with that. It's been quite a frantic week, so I'm, I'm happy to do a chilled show. 0344 499-1000. You're listening to Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Now it's time for the news. 
Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Four, four, four. Oh, yeah, bending the strings, baby. Yeah. yeah, yes, bending the strings. And someone who likes to bend the strings is Nigel. Hi, Ian. Hey, Nigel. How are you? You sound a bit down. Oh, I'm probably a bit tired of taking that antidepressant again. Ah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I feel worse now taking it. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, was, I, wasn't I wasn't half as tired yesterday. Well, have and you I, only just started taking it? Uh, well, I've been off it for three days, and uh, no, oh. I've had to have a sleep earlier. Yeah, because well. I've been cycling and, and out on my motorbike as well. So, Wowzers. You, they, they, you're, you're legally allowed to ride a motorbike? 
Anyway, they do make guitars. How powerful is your... What what engine size is your motorbike? It's only a 50cc. Okay. It does 70, flat out. And you're you're legally allowed... You're medically qualified. Because I passed my driving test, you don't need L's up. it! No, hang on. Hang on a minute. What? That's not... That's not the case anymore, I thought. Well, it is because I've sorted it all out with the insurance company and stuff. I've been riding it five years. But because you've mm. because you've got a car, no, no, mm. no, no, no. If you've got a car driving license, that yeah. doesn't automatically qualify you to. I, I think what well, you're a fifty cc. It does. You'll find out. I don't, I didn't think it did. I thought mm. you had to. You still had to take a. No, you... you don't. No, it's a one two five for that. It's actually, the faster bikes. Mm. So it's it's not supposed to to go. This one I've got is a very fa- an extra fast fifty cc. Because it was a three thousand pound one, you know, quite expensive. Well, uh, uh, yeah. I, um, anyway, don't matter. No, well, if you're breaking the law, no, I'm not breaking the law. Well, I don't know if you. Well, the, the person who, who I bought it off in the shop in Maystone, they they took the L's off for me. They did, so that's okay. So if you've got a car driving license, you're allowed. Because I I looked into this. Well, this a few, is what they told me. Well, so I hope they haven't sort of told well, me wrong. I looked into this a few mm. years ago because I was thinking mm. of getting a moped when um, I used to work inside the congestion charge. You don't have to pay yeah. the congestion charge. Yeah. But I thought that f- even with the 50cc, you still had to, you could, you could wear the learner plates for two years, but then you had mm. to take a test. Yeah, sure. And you're saying no. Well, they told me that was just for a 125, but, um, well. but anyway, I, I rung up to do a song. I was going to say, I've been looking at, listening to those songs on SoundCloud, the ones you, you, you can listen to and now download them because they're not on iTunes. Brilliant. And they, they're very, uh, they're very good. So, uh, someone said I was a superstar on there. Well, <laughs> they're, so, but people can be very cruel, can't they? No, just, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just nice. But I enjoyed listening to him on SoundCloud because it's quite good out on my laptop. It comes out quite clear. Yeah, yep. so I enjoyed listening to those a bit earlier, about ten minutes ago. I wanted to do you a song, uh, right? Well, a bit, uh, uh, the, you know, till the end. Like, uh, this one what? is pr- a proper song. Okay, because because uh, the mix the the mix it's not too wrong anyway. Well, the mix last night. Yeah. yeah. It was hard to hear the lyrics. Oh, this one is... I think this one's clearer, actually, this one. Yep. It's called Somewhere, the song called Somewhere. Oh. I've run it forward a tiny bit, but, it, but the, the middle part is the best part I do anyway, the middle part of the song. Okay. Um, well... Uh, well, you'll find out. Only... Uh, only bec- uh, listen. Because mm. you can't phone in every night and sing songs. Oh, no, I realise that, but... Um, anyway, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> um... But we haven't got. We've only got Craig lined up after you, and it's it's a little yeah. bit quiet on the phones, and there's horrible stuff going on in the world. So it makes a change for someone to do a bit of music, doesn't it? it? Not you, because mm. you mm. do it every every night. Mm. Yeah, but did, did you hear about that shooting in Florida? Another blooming shooting. Another blooming shooting. Where yeah, they someone go? was killed. I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, an airport in, in uh, the airport. In, yeah, yeah, in Florida. Yeah, this is going to be a segue from that into I mean, your traveling, song. Travelling's going to be dodgy, isn't it? So I've got a friend who travels to California, and he's in Vegas at the moment. Well, 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 well. Let's get it. Let's mm. get it into perspective, though, right? Mm. Yes, it's a bit a tragedy. I'm not in any way yeah. demeaning what's happened. I've not seen the full so details. I always worry about my friend. Uh, whether he's going to get yeah. back okay. Yeah. Mm. It, it absolute mm. tragedy, right? But this mm. does not in any way indicate that there is going to be a spate of um, attacks mm. on airports. There are. Mm. I, I don't even know how many airports there are in America. Thousands, mm. I would imagine. Mm. Um, uh, and it's still an incredibly um, safe. I, I, I always feel so safe in airports. 
I feel so. I love seeing the coppers walking around with the the, the big guns. I feel yeah, so. Yeah, I feel so. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, do you remember when um, those fellas tried to drive a burning jeep into Glasgow Airport? No. Oh, no, no. this was. I mean, yeah. I say this was brilliant. The, yeah. the, 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 it wasn't. It was awful. These fellas tried to drive a burning mm. jeep into Glasgow Airport, mm. but they couldn't because of the bollards. And the bollards is the key thing, because yeah. there was a bloke. And I don't think he was even security that worked there. Mm. A bloke. There's a brilliant headline. I'll try and find it. A bloke dragged one of the fellas out of the car and just kicked him in the nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just thought that's such a um, well, I say British, but such a Scottish way. Mm. Of dealing with, he dragged the fella out and kicked him in the balls. Absolutely, br- Cass, can you try and find that headline? Because there's a br- mm. there's a brilliant, brilliant headline. Anyway, Nigel, uh, the not world very good. Le- not very good anyway. No, uh, the world is a darker place. Why don't you please it won't stop me travelling abroad? Good. good. Uh, if I go to California, which I want to sometime, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, well, why don't you, mm. in this, this darkest of evenings, why mm. don't you shed a little bit of light? Yeah, this is called Somewhere, with me singing to Charlotte Church again. Beautiful. Some, uh, sort of um, classical, anyway. Classical. This reminds me of, um, you know, Twinks? It's got that kind of vibe about it. It makes me, um... We used to, I still remember years ago, I used to have a guy phone me up. Oh. I used to have a guy phone up who, who, who um, claimed he was Charlotte Church's cousin. And he phoned up for months and months. And he, had, he would talk about Charlotte Church and he was her cousin. And then, <laughs> never forget, we went, Oh, well, Charlotte Church is in this play. Uh, he, oh, no, he said Charlotte Church is in this play. If you want, I'll get you backstage passes and free tickets. Like, yeah, right. I tell you what, mate. While you're on the line, we'll phone up the theatre and we'll tell her we've got her cousin on the line. You've never heard anyone slam a phone down so quickly. Never called again. Never called again. Here we go. Thank you, Chris. From the Daily Record. I kicked burning terrorists so hard in the balls that I tore a tendon in my foot. <laughs> my friend James is saying, don't let Nigel come to California. Come on, James. You can get him a job. a bum cake <laughs> bum cake okay why were you all saying bum cake at the end pardon that was brilliant nigel yeah, the, 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 i think the tape went a bit funny it cut me out a bit didn't it at the end my friend james ditchfield mm. is a um, tv producer yeah. and director in mm. california works in hollywood right and he's just tweeted saying you must send nigel over to california yeah it'll be a huge success well, someone else told me that, my friend Brian, yeah. who is in, in Vegas at the moment. Brian and James have both said it now. Mm. So, I mean, there's probably more work out there than there is in the yeah, UK anyway. Naffle work over here, mate, since, since Brexit. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, 
it's a bigger place, obviously, and yeah. uh, there's much more going on. It's a much bigger place, America, actually. And music in the hotels, and the lounge bars, and probably do some drumming as well, couldn't you, with the pianists? Uh, with, the, with you what? I'd use drumsticks. Like piano and drums. <laughs> and drum, right? Yes! Say it again! Piano and drums in the, bu- in the bar. Yeah, but hotel. you said penis, you see, and it sounded like <laughs> penis, and I said drumsticks. Yeah. Well, Nigel, it's great talking to you! But did you get all that song? Was it, uh, did you, is it on the podcast? How can it be on podcast? We're just doing the show now. Um, <laughs> but I can, I can assure you, Nigel, the answer to that question is no. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand, Craig. Evening, Ian. Evening, Craig. I, I think you're right about Nigel's driving. I think it changed a couple, like a good number of years ago, yeah. where you only had two years to take your test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I know that that, that fifty is the, the rules about fifty. What is it? CCs is yeah. a complete. Once you get to one hundred twenty-five and over, that is classed as a motorbike, and it's a different thing altogether. But I do think yeah. that um, the fifty CCs, at the very least, because that's why all the um, pizza delivery scooters—they've got the the, the L plate—is part okay. of the box. It's not stuck on there. It's actually part of the box. So you got to wear the L plates, and then after two years, you've got to take like a C is C B C B T C B D. Something like that. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 it changed a good number of years ago from when I started to drive. It changed. Oh, well. So, uh, and that woman who's got four months in prison and eight months suspended. Eight months of her licence, yeah. Does that ban start when she goes in prison? I would imagine they run concurrently, so yes. Well, that's, she got out of that easy, isn't she, for four months? She's only has to, she's only off the road for four months after she comes out of prison. She was jailed for four months <clears throat> and banned for driving for eight months. Yeah, they must run concurrently, unless... Yeah, well, yeah, but she's got to go to prison, though. Yeah, but then there's a bonus when she comes out, only four months to wait till she can drive again. Well, but she, four months, she'll, she'll serve, what, two months? Two, innit, yeah. So s- still six months of uh, no driving around. When you analyse it, isn't it, it? Well, it it does. Um, it what that highlights is people are stupid, and people think you put you can put. This is this is why um, I don't want my kids to ever post anything on social media. I was thinking the other day, right? If Twitter and Facebook had been around when I was in my twenties and thirties, I would I'd probably be um, in prison. Not quite yeah. on, on the Rolf Harris scale, but do you know what I mean? I, I would yeah. I would have been. <laughs> it was a terrible mess there. <laughs> it was bad enough when MySpace came out when I was about um, I was about thirty one when MySpace came out. Flipping heck! Yeah, this 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 is saying or something. Follow an honest man for like a month, and you'll find how many crimes he commits or something. We're all you all break crimes all the time. Not, not particularly catchy. Yeah, I, I didn't remember it properly. No, I think I think you might have just made it up. But it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's always nice to hear these. Um, it's always nice to hear these things. These garbled messages. Yes, these idioms. I need some advice. Uh, you've come to the right place. You spy and sell stuff. 
Doctor. Like merchandise for um, monkeys and all that. Yes, I you? buy and sell merchandise. Yes, I'm a I'm a dealer. I'm a merchandise yeah. dealer. What's the good websites for doing that? Because I've won a competition for like a Oasis stuff. Yeah. I'm not really into Oasis. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Uh, why did you enter it? Because it's just so clickier to enter. I was entering something else, and on the competition page, there was all the other competitions. So what did what did you have to do to win some Oasis stuff? Answer a question I googled about Oasis. And what did you win? Well, I've won um, a deluxe vinyl box set of Be Here Now. Unlucky. <laughs> and a deluxe 3D disc CD of that. Unlucky, double unlucky, yeah. Artwork from it. Oh, unlucky. Two T-shirts, Oasis T-shirts, I'll never fit in. Yeah. They might go up my leg. Yeah. Oh. That's about it. Yeah. Size 8 Dr. Martins that I'm a size 11. Yes. With Oasis on them. Do you know how expensive Dr. Martins are these days? Oh, they're ridiculous now, aren't they? They're like 160 quid for a pair of Dr. Martins. Dr. Martins, flip and, and, and there's three hardback books. About their movies and their, about their uh, albums, and yes. they're signed by Noel and Liam as well. God, you've really been unlucky there, mate. You've drawn the short straw. It cost them twenty five quid to send it to me. The, the postage on it all. Yeah, and like I was just just a big. Uh, you are about getting rid of stuff. Yeah, I just got more stuff now. Yeah, exactly. There's more stuff. Well, um, they're all unopened, obviously, because I don't care. Okay. E- eBay is the obvious place, but there's a new one called Schwim Sh- or Schwump or Schwam or Voschisch. I don't know. There's a new one because I heard the fella talking about oh. it on Radio Four the other day, and then Spock. That's it. And he was, and, and then there was an advert for it on the telly the other day. But I don't know what. Sh- I don't quite know how Spock. All right. So there's no like special, you know, for signed stuff. There's no websites for that. Well, no, no, I mean, not really. It's not like you've got a signed guitar that Noel Gallagher, you know, used at, uh, at uh, Nebworth or something. That no. would, that, that you'd take to, um, to, like, Sotheby's or, or a rock auction house. Yeah. But what cool. you've got there is some very, very nice, um, yeah. memorabilia, um, I that's mean, promoting an absolute stinker of an album... I thought the first album, but that was it. Like and the first was album was a nice little pop pop record, and then yeah. they discuss. Then the then the boys uh, had enough money to buy cocaine, and, yeah. and, and so I pretend they were the Beatles. Is it "Be Here Now" the one that's got like the, all the songs are about seven and a half minutes long? No idea. I'm not really into it. No, you're not, are you? No. Um, you you want to? What you want to do, Craig? Is you want to separate all that stuff? Yeah. Hang on a minute. Let's go. <coughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's get on the old eBay now, and let's see. So, what was the, the, the triple album? Yeah, the 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 big box is the super deluxe vinyl box. Right. Let's the see. Issue. Let's see what that is. Hang on a minute. Let's have a little look. <coughs> what that is? Oh, there's a deluxe. Yours is the super deluxe. It's a black case with white with gold. You know, silver writing on it. Hang on a minute. People it's are quite heavy. Yeah. Um, uh, the, well, the double... The dub, uh, how many records are in there? Well, it's quite weighty, so I would say more about three or more, at least. It looks and like it's a, only going to go for about 25 quid. Uh, so you're, not, you're probably just better off chucking it. Oh, <laughs> that did cross my mind. You're, not, you're probably just better off... I mean, 
Oh, hang on. It's more written down. It's got uh, one lucky fan. That's me. Yeah. Well, the ultimate bundle, including a hardback coffee table photography book, remastered album on vinyl. Direct, oh, it doesn't say what's in the box. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It sounds... It sounds, um... Sounds pony, mate. I, I mean, I'm, not, I'm grateful. Don't, don't get me nah. wrong. Bad. Yeah, I'd chuck that. I'd, uh, if I were you, I'd chuck that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I need to find someone with size eight shoes. Um, well, yeah. Uh, uh, Craig, put it on eBay. You might, you might get 60, 70, 80 quid out of the... Well, maybe, hang on a minute. Let's have a look at the Oasis. So you've got Oasis, Doc Martens. I mean, I've still got all the packaging, so I'll save money on that. There we go. Doc Martens. One after repackage, yeah. <coughs> Oasis, Doc Martins. Um, well, they see they're not on. Um, they're not on Amazon. So you, uh, they might be worth. They might be worth a few quid. If I copy the signature, yeah, well. could have a signed pair of Doc Martins. Then can you? Yeah. No. I mean that's the thing with signatures. There's no proof, is there? Well, they they have um, the, the, some places you're supposed to. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, I can't think. Anyway. But if you buy autographs, you, and you read the, on eBay, and it says this is a print of the autograph. So it's not even, like, a written... It's just a photocopy. Um, it's not... It's a photocopied autograph. Yeah, you can buy them on eBay. If you look for a cheap autograph of something... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it'll yeah. just be a print There's a, of well, the autograph. Well, yeah. Um, Craig, I'm bored of this conversation. Yeah, me too. Bye. Um, Annie! Hello. Hey, Annie, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm all right. I've got a tickle in my throat, which makes it always harder to... My tool is my voice, and if my tool is damaged, then I feel I cannot... Stop sniggering at the back, please, Boyle. If my tool is damaged, Annie, I don't feel I can um, deliver as, as, as hard and as fast as I would like to. I can understand that being a concern, yeah. Yes, it's a real concern. We've not spoken okay. before, have we, Annie? No, we haven't. This no. is exciting. Yeah, first time caller, podcast listener, usually. Oh, you've reminded me. Can we put this in the podcast, Catherine, what I'm about to say? I have to say hello to Becky, who was... Becky was sat behind us at the theatre today, right? Right. And, um... Because we were, me and the boys were all looking around because it was quite empty and the boys were surprised it was so empty. And I, and I saw, I thought, oh, I recognise her from somewhere. I recognise that woman. And then during the interval, she spoke to me. She went, hello, Ian, I just want to say I'm a big fan of the podcasts... And I was going, I recognise you from somewhere. And she, what it was, her and her boyfriend had come to see my show in Swindon, mm-hmm. but they had gone to the wrong venue. So, right. so they came in ten minutes late because they'd gone to the wrong venue. And so you I remember... You attention to yourself. Yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. And also, it was, Swindon was, it, the, the tour had done really badly in Swindon. We only sold about 20 seats in a 200-seater venue. So there was no way of hiding... Sneaking in late at all? Are you, are you sure that it, it was it was poorly sold, or was it just a case of there were two hundred people waiting at the wrong place? Um, yeah. Maybe it was you that was on the wrong place, not everybody else. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Maybe I I'd made the mistake, Annie. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Yeah. Um, anyway, Annie, what what have you called in for this evening? 
Well, it, first of all, I'm still ever so slightly traumatised uh, from the podcast of the day, the very hugely disrespectful misuse of the disabled toilets. It was, it really, we have passed um, the details. I think it was Lee, we've passed his details on to the um, the police authorities mm. and also various um, disability organisations. Because I, to go I, into one just to thrash it out is, is totally inappropriate. It, it's the phrase thrash it out as well, just kind of, it puts that little bit of an extra... An extra twist on the situation. Also, Annie, I I wonder if he was part of him getting his jollies was because it, it was a disabled loo. Do you think it might be because Catherine had the same concern? I think the idea that maybe yeah. ju- just in case somebody was waiting outside, yeah, 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 in a wheelchair or on crutches. Loo, do you yeah. think it, it was the, the secret possibility of an audience? It's what we. It's now. It's 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 taking. I don't know how can I phrase this. It's what we used to call a danger wink, (laughs) but taking it to the next level. There is that. It's it's the the public part of it, isn't it? It's the possibility of it suddenly becoming public. really is. I mean, absolutely disgusting. Well, that call has been blacklisted, Annie. They certainly will not be... Disgraceful behaviour. Absolutely disgraceful. There could have been a a disabled man that wanted to go and thrash one out. And absolutely, which is what the place is designed for in the first place. It It, isn't for able-bodied use. No, it is not. Although, it, 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 although he does have a problem with his semen. So his semen, he's got, he's not a low count, but they've got wonky tails. So could that yes, count as that. a... Yes, I heard that. A lack of sense of direction, I think, might have been the issue. Yeah, could that, could that count as a disability in some areas? Oh, you know, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. That puts a whole different pinch on the whole situation, I it think. It certainly does, does um, there's a, a different slant to it. But yeah, yeah. I wonder, well, maybe, maybe. All right, well, we'll call off the uh, attack dogs. Yeah, just we, we, I think we need some clarity on that situation before calling in the authorities. Yes, yes. We, we, in fact, we, we need a gentleman to call in again. So let's lift the uh, the ban on uh, Lee and and, and find so out he can exactly. clarify. Yes, we'll clarify. Does that make sense? Clarify the man's semen. Yes. Yeah, I, I was. I, you know, the question that you asked me the other day. I can't believe this is the first call you made. <laughs> it's just absolute filth, Annie. Absolute. <laughs> That wasn't the intention. No. I don't know, maybe it brings that out in me. That well. wasn't the intention. That isn't how it started. Okay. But I, that's fine. You're a bad influence. Okay. The, the, the original reason for the call, I was listening when you had the women only, and, oh. it's, and it's unfortunately I was listening too late, so I couldn't call into that one. Yeah. Otherwise I would have done. So, But that the question of why women don't call in, Yeah. I, I, had, I, didn't, I couldn't come up with an answer myself, but I did put it to my students. Oh, I, I suggested to my student that they have a think about it and why. Oh, why it would be men that call into shows like yours, and yeah. why women don't don't. Who, who? How old are your students? What are they studying? Oh, it's a degree level psychology. Okay. Oh, hey, this is proper. Well, so Annie, what's the answer? This, this is what I do in lieu of planning for my <laughs> job. I think I get a fee for that as well. I, you should. There should be some kind of. There should be some kind of commission. All right then, um, yeah. psychologist. What's the answer? Well, well, what they came up, they came up with a few interesting ideas, and, yeah. and what they came up with, they, they think it's all about validation. That, that in terms of gender differences, men need different sorts of validation than women. And and men need validation on their opinions, and that's why yeah. it's, it's the shouty old man thing. Yeah. yeah, and that's why people like you Farages and all of those kinds of shows yeah. get that kind of shouty man because they need that kind of validation. 
whereas the suggestion from my students was that that women tend to need more emotional validation and that that comes from people closer rather than needing validation from the whole world or the wider public what do you think i i think i said something like that on the night didn't i but not quite as um erudite as that but maybe i didn't i don't remember that um that but that works yeah that makes that makes um that makes some kind of sense definitely yeah, yeah it, i understood that and, and then the idea that that uh there are, it, it is it's, it's that particular kind of man that tends to phone those kinds of shows uh, are the people who they're the people who talk very loudly in the pub and if they have an opinion it has to be it's not a valid opinion unless it's been expressed very loudly to lots of people yeah. and argued very loudly well, and that tends to be, and I know we, we're very much into stereotyping and there will be women who do it, but that tends to be more of a male thing. Yeah. That level of validation tends to be male rather than female. You've got, you've, uh, my brain is chewing that over. Oh, good. Annie, that's, um... That's what I do. No, I good, 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 good. What, what fun you must have. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, I hated A-levels. I hated A-levels. And the only A-level I was, I was interested in and I loved was A-level psychology, which I did in a year, and I got B. I failed everything else. But we had this That's brilliant... impressive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was good, because I failed my A-levels first time around. Then I went to college and did uh, psychology and sociology in a year, and I, yeah. I was just awful at A-levels. I could, but, but we had this brilliant teacher, Miss Smith, who, who just... Well, A, she was a brilliant teacher and kind of brought it to life, and B, it's a brilliant subject. But um, Oh, it's such an interesting subject. It takes you in, in so many different directions, and it's yeah. relevant in so many different areas because it's just you see it in every aspect of life so it's it's relatable yeah yeah whereas things like geometry and stuff like that not so much hey nice one annie that's brilliant thank you very much let us know if they have uh, any more thoughts on the subject i will i shall ask them and see what they come up with nice one thanks for calling in cheers no problem bye-bye bye uh there we go what cracking first call oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand late nights with ian lee uh simon phil stay there come to you after this the wild man of late night radio is back ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk phil stay there i'll come to you in a minute let's get a simon first good evening simon hey how's it going it's going all right mate how are you doing but yeah, yeah. Greetings from uh, Rotterdam. Greetings from Rotterdam. Uh, this could be at Rotterdam or anywhere, Liverpool or Rome. It's not Liverpool. Huh? Oh, there you go. There we go. Um, what are you doing? Hey, Rotter- uh, what are you doing yeah, in Rotterdam, hold, Simon? Actually, listen to this, right? Yeah. While we were on hold, I went outside for a cigarette and it started snowing. It was the best atmosphere I've ever had. The best atmosphere you've ever had was having a fag in Rotterdam with the snow falling around. It's a romantic. Beautiful <laughs> picture that you uh, you paint there. What are you doing yeah, in Rotterdam, amazing. Simon? Uh, well, my girlfriend, uh, she's from Rotterdam, so we bought a place out here. Oh. But yeah, it's nice. I don't know what yeah, con- I don't know what country Rotterdam is in. Uh, Holland is it Holland? I always get Holland and Denmark. I always get very confused. That's because people say Dutch and Danish. Very close. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, but you know what? I'm glad I outed myself there as as being ignorant around the um, the Dutch Danish um, countries. Ah, you're not the first. What anyway, you do? What the reason you, I was ringing. Yes, go on. I want to play on your performance ring three. Is there any places? Well, what do you want to do? I want to do like a couple of acoustic songs. Well. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Simon, let me get my little book. 
Let me get my little book out here. <clears throat> I reckon you'd like the music. It's like quite acoustic-y, quite harmonic, you know. Acoust- acoustic and harmonic, you say? Those are two of my favourite, favourite things. Um, exactly. Let- Let's have a little look. Let's have a little look. We have got, so far, we've got someone who's going to play Conkers. We've got someone who's going to do magic. We've got someone who's going to give a talk. We've got a couple of people showing films. We've got someone who's going to dress up as Grumpy Skeletor. Yeah, all right, fine, no worries. Oh, amazing. Yeah, that'd be great. You're, you're, but, but hang on, are you going to cut? You're not going to travel from, are you going to do it on Skype or are you going to come over? No, 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 no. I work uh, in London still. I come back every two weeks, and, uh, yeah, I, I come back all the time. All right, send me an email, Simon, um, uh, uh, ASAP, so just, I've got it all um, registered, and I'm, I'm going to send out some emails this weekend to people. So, yeah, you're in. Nice one. That was nice easy, out. wasn't it? If you, if you want it, it was perfect. If you want to check out a song, I know you'd like it. It's called Waiting for Hoffman. Is it? Just Google Simon Bell, Waiting for Hoffman. Is it acoustic and harmonic? It's both of those things. Waiting for Hoffman, that's um, the Peter Sellers film, isn't it? No, that's Waiting for Guffman. No, the, uh... no, 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 there's a Peter Sellers film. Um, or maybe it's just called Hoff- Hoffman. Ah. Yeah. Well, it's actually about a particularly uh, yeah. wasty night we had in Amsterdam a couple of years ago. Oh, it's druggy. And, you know, oh, dear. No, we don't, no, no, very, not me. No, no, very naughty. Right. Very, Hoffman was the dealer, was he? Alfred Hoffman was like the guy who invented LSD. Oh, oh, good flipping it, blimey! You, you with your uh, oh. your chemical references, Simon. Send me an email. We'll sort it out. Thank you very much indeed. Don't take drugs, kids. Don't take drugs. Um, Phil. Good evening, Phil. Let's try that again. Phil. Good evening, Phil. Oh, Phil bottled it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Evening, Jerry. Hello. I've got five minutes. Oh, you got you allowed five minutes with us? Yes. Oh, that's nice of them, isn't it? Yeah, five minutes. Is that what they said? Yeah. Miserable gits. A bunch of miserable gits. Five minutes. I use it. I use it wisely. You don't waste your five minutes, um, Jerry, by moaning about the fact you've only got five minutes. I've been in disabled toilets. They like the Cretovatra salt course. Um, there's a lot of extra equipment in there that we don't find in able bodies. Oh, it's Huh? It's like a playground in there. I do like the white arm that comes down. I like that. Pulling it down, it's like the cleaver. Yep, yep. I enjoy that motion. I also enjoy the red um, cable, the emergency cord. Yeah, when you get stuck in there. Um, I don't like, and I know why they do it, but I I don't like the fact that the sinks are so low. I like that. It's good. Good like that. Say what? I once had that toilet, my bathroom treatment into a wet room, and he didn't bolt down the toilet. They didn't bolt it down. Then bolted down, so sat on the toilet. Like Danny Glover and Little Weapon 2. Sat on the bog, couldn't move. Because the bog was at I don't, I've not seen Lethal Weapon 2, so I don't get the Danny Glover reference, but it, I, I bet it wasn't as hilarious for you as it was for that guy. No, if it's probably Glover, he may smoke alarm, so. Yeah. He's got some flames. Well. Just a second thing. Well, he's. I'm thinking, I think. Karma Sutra boot for disabled people. 
There probably is one, isn't there? I would have thought. I don't know. Wheelchairs. Interesting. Wheelchair sex. You don't see much wheelchair pornography, do you? No, I think we've got a niche market. Yeah, there's, cause, cause, cause you, you can get, if someone can think of it, it turns someone on. There must be wheelchair porn. <laughs> there's got to be. I, I won't Google it, cause I, I, I've just cleaned no, the hard drive, no. but, um, there must be something out there for, for, for that kind of thing. I'm shot Nigel's got a motorbike. Well, box seat. We still haven't quite clarified what the the legal rules are for for riding a fifty cc. I think you need to, you, I think you need to wear learner plates and, uh, and then take a test. I'm sure you do. He's never passed his full driving license, has he? Well, he claims he has. No, he probably goes out to Rice Krispies or something. Well, I do, I do, I mean, it, uh, the, the the world is a very strange, mysterious place, and and n- the fact that Nigel is allowed to move around freely in it, I. Just, like I, Cheesy Rider. Well, Cheesy Rider, yeah. Well, so that's if I made up. Thank you for speaking to me about go before this phone blows up. Before, <laughs> before the um, uh, fascists come in. And get and, into sand. And, yes, exactly. We wouldn't want that. Nice one, Jerry. Um, take uh, care, mate. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, 0344-499-1000. Let's try Phil. Good evening, <laughs> Phil. How are we in here again? I'm all right, thank you. Keep dropping off my switchboard. What the hell is going on? Well, I'm in my cabin, uh, in the garden with my friend Gary. Yeah. And I've always wanted to call you up. Right. I've had a drink, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. Why are you in a log um, cabin with, with, with a bloke called Gary? Um, well, we come down there, uh, let's come down a little drink and... Drink a little experimentation. See, see what happens. No experimentation. No, no, no. You've, oh, you've done it before. No, no. Yeah, I have actually. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good for you. Uh, good for you. But well done. I want, do you know what I mean? I wanted to talk to you. The first time I spoke to you, I don't really want like this. Yeah. Um, I do really. Your uh, phone. Your phone signal is awful, Phil. Is it? It's not brilliant. Okay. Well. And I want to hear what you've got to say, but I can't hear what you've got to say. That's a shame. There's, I wanted to talk about, I was listening, I was listening to some podcasts, yeah. and I know you're and a top boy. Yeah. And you've got the uh, Wonderful Hour, or the boy used to do the Wonderful Hour. Yeah. You've done what's... We did Brilliant Tennis, yeah. Brilliant, fit. So, Tom, I think you probably borrowed that idea off the boy, didn't you? Well, I knew someone would bring this up. No. No, I didn't. Okay, fair play. Because he used to do the wonderful hour. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And um, we did a thing called Brilliant Tennis. Okay, fair play. Uh, you know what? I was listening to that and I thought it was excellent. Yeah. And um, I'm probably make, making a mess of this now, but I've always wanted to talk to you. Well, Phil, listen, this is, is my tip. Don't, don't find out when you're pissed. Uh... <laughs> I knew someone mentioned that. Yeah, Tommy Boyd did a thing called The Wonderful Hour. We're going to play Brilliant Tennis after midnight, by the way, where people would phone up and say what was wonderful for now. And that's brilliant, right? There's no such thing as an original idea. I knew so. Oh, three, four, four. I've just suddenly got really, really tired. Just as I was talking to Jerry, I suddenly over. I went to the. Um, uh, so I was up early with the boys today. Um, so I don't get to sleep till about half three, and then they jumped in my bed about half six, seven. 
and uh, I was able to convince them that it was still night time for about another half an hour. Then we got up and I had a little doze on the sofa while they played Star Wars Lego. But it's been a full-on day. And then I was able to, after the pantomime, at ten minutes past four, I was able to drop them off at their grandmother's. Um, uh, and the plan was, get this, the plan was for me to go back home and sleep for two hours. But because I've started putting on weight again, and I've gone back up to 16 stone, after being 16.7, going down to 15.10, I've gone back up to 16 stone. So I thought, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sleep. Instead, I've eaten a lot of crap today. There's a lot of brioche around. I, um, I thought I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sleep. I'm gonna, and I, I looked online, and there was um, a circuits class at the gym in an hour. And so I went and did a circuits class. Have you ever done circuits? Flipping heck! Forty-five minutes, and I went in. There's a young lad called Sam, and I said, Sam, I'm really nervous about this. He said, well, yeah, it's going to be tough. I was like, right. I said, I'm, I'm overweight and I'm not fit. He said, well, you know, do what you can. It was torture. Absolute torture. You've got ten exercises all in a row. Lots of lunges. Lots of... I, do, I couldn't do the burpees. Couldn't... I could not do it. So I just did star jumps. Instead, star jumps like the 80s. There's one bit, right, that looks easy... There's this, you know, the climbing rope on the climbing frames and stuff. There's a big, long one of them, and it's looped around a pole, and it's lying on the floor with its two ends. And you have to go into, um, what do they call that? What's that position when you're down? Is that a squat? You're in a squat position, right? And, you got, and this, this rope's really thick and heavy. They go, and you got to do that, like you're playing the drums, but with this rope. For 30 seconds, 30 seconds, and it looks easy. Oh, God, it was a ki- It was an absolute killer. It was awful. And there were, uh, oh, 45 minutes of that. What It was torture. Absolute torture. But I came out and I felt alive. And I felt free and I felt wonderful. Um, but now all I feel is very, very hungry and very, very tired. That's what I feel. So I'll stop off and get a sandwich on the way home. Um, and then go to bed and not be able to sleep because I'm coming off the metazapine. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. So I'm going to be exhausted and <laughs> unable to sleep. It's a lethal combination. Not literally lethal. I'm not going to die because of it. But um, hang on. Phil, you're calling in again. Phil, call again. Oh. Phil, call in again. Hello? You, no, don't call in drunk, I think, is the lesson that we've we've we, we've learnt, Phil and Gary. Oh. Uh, and, and when you've got no signal, I mean, <laughs> fair play, he's a fan and stuff, but my my generous nature has limits. And when someone, A, can't um, string a sentence together, and B, can't um, be heard because of their phone signal, uh, there's not a lot I can do with that. You know, I can work magic with the most... The, the, the flimsy of material, but I need to be able to hear what they're saying <laughs> for it to work, really. There we go. Look, we, we had a slow start on the phones, and then... Uh, hey, Phil, what? Phil! Oh, it's Gary. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Oh. Right, tell him I'm sorry for what I've said. Phil's very sorry what he said. I think Ian is, like, honestly, he's God. Phil thinks Ian's God. Well, I'm going to smite he's him. Like, he's, like... Tommy Boyd, 
passed the phone over. Are you there, Ian? Yeah, I'm there. What are you fo- Mate, don't phone in drunk. You're doing yourself no favours. I know. Sorry, Ian. But all- How come we can hear Gary? When Gary's talking, we can hear. When, when you're talking... Have you got a metal plate in your head, Phil? Do you know um, Ian, I have got a metal plate in my jaw. Well, that's what's it right. Give the phone back to Gary, because I can't hear a word you're saying. But I could hear Gary perfectly. No, I can't hear you. Give it to Gary. I can't hear what you're saying. Phil, I can't hear what you're saying. Give the phone to Gary, who hasn't got any metal in his face. Oh, well, Gary's here, man. Hey, Dan, all right? <laughs> can't to me. You know, if, isn't that fu- Gary, isn't that funny? I, honestly, yeah, when, when Phil is holding the phone, I can't yeah. hear what he's saying. It must be the metal plate in his hey, jaw. I don't want to speak to Phil. Tell him I don't, I can't, no. I, I don't want to speak to him because we can't hear him. No, Phil, we... It, it, Tim, I really want to talk to him. It, Phil, speaking carefully... Tim, does... I won't slur. <laughs> I'm gutted. Don't... F- tell I'm, him... Right, I'm Gary. Gary, tell... Yeah. Oh, God. Tell him not... I can hear him now. Tell him not to be gutted. Try and bring it back. Don't be gutted. I'm upset. Shh. Don't be gutted. Don't tell him, don't be gutted, yeah. don't be upset. And he won't remember this in the morning anyway, because he's steaming. Exactly. Don't... You won't forget some more because you're steaming anyway. So that's that's fine. Please, I want one more chance. What? You want one more chance? Oh, uh, uh, what? Please, Tim. What? All right, put him on. on. Uh, okay, let me... Put him on, put him on. Yeah, put him on. You know, the phone will break out. Listen. Hello, Ian? Hello, Phil. You all right? I'm all right. A little bit upset. You all right? Why are you upset? Uh, you know... I can't believe I'm talking to you, actually, because you're a legend. <laughs> hey! <laughs> How much have you drunk, you two? <laughs> we, well, there's a bottle of wine. Yeah. Two bottles of wine. Each. I, do you know what, Ian? I really don't want to ruin this. I really want to have a chat. A bit and, late I can't that. rehearse it, can you? A little bit well, late. Mate, look, he's laughing. I know, I can hear, I can <laughs> hear Phil. I, yes, I can. Got... <laughs> do you know what? I listen to you... Oh. Give you an example. I'll go back to Robbie Vincent days. Yeah. Robbie Vincent. Do you know what? I phoned Robbie Vincent once from my bed seat and were you drunk? I've given up smoking. Am I drunk? Were you drunk when you spoke to Robbie Vincent? Yeah, I was actually. <laughs> and how did that go? And that was years ago. I, I said to Robbie, I said I've given up smoking, and he went, "Don't give up. You've stopped." It's something like he really spoke. I was scared. He, he scared me. He went to me, you don't give up, you stop, or something like that. So, yeah. yeah. And, you, have, and did you stay? Me. Did you stay stopped? Yeah, I have actually. Good for you. Well done. Maybe maybe you should apply the yeah. same technique to booze. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a bit late for that. I like a drink, you know, and relax. Do you know what? Um, in the week I don't drink, huh? but. Anyway, yeah. I'm ruining all this, isn't I? Don't f- listen. Don't phone up radio stations drunk if you want to have if you want to come across. <laughs> Do you know what, Ian? Right, oh, I walk around with my dog yeah. and I listen to you uh, and with my iPod, and it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you, you, well, you won't be thinking to... that when you listen back to this. Well, I'll be on the iPod. Well, I'll be on the podcast then. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, you will. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. The yeah, thing is, you won't. Thing is, Phil, you won't remember this. You'll be out walking the dog, and you'll go, "Bloody hell, that's me!" Oh no, I sound like a muppet. Can you get Barry from Watford on? No, not now. We're not taking okay. requests. All right, yeah, no worries. Anyway, hang up now. So, do you know what? Whatever you do, you, you chin, chin me up anyway. Thanks, Phil. I'll, pa- I'll pass you back to my mate Gary. Have a chat with Gar- Gary. No, do you know what? I'm all right. <laughs> he is going to forget. They'll, they'll pop up on the screen again in a second. Um, we must have got cut off. I love it when people phone back. We got. I think we got cut off. Yeah, I did it. Pressed. I pressed the button. There's a button that actually says, when I touch the screen, it says, hang up. And I pressed it. Um, he is going to forget. He's like steaming, isn't he? He's going to forget that he's made that phone call. And he's going to be out walking the dog Tuesday next week. That podcast is going to pop up. Oh, who's this bloke called Phil? Sounds, sounds a bit like me. That can't be me. He's steaming. Hang on a minute. It's Friday. Oh, no. Oh, you're joking. He'll phone up Gary. Gary, Gary, did we... Did we phone up Ian Lee? I think he's a legend. Oh, no. What have we done? That's what will happen. Can I take... There's a weird... Have I got time to do this? The weirdest story in the papers today is about what's inside Kit Kats. Have you read this? Some like to start their Kit Kat at one end and munch away until they get to the other. Others prefer to nibble off the chocolate first and then work their way through the wafer. Whichever you choose, if you've ever paused long enough to wonder what goes into that filling, the answer may surprise you. Get this, right? Do you know what's in a Kit Kat? A TV documentary has found that the insides of Kit Kats are made from... Crunched up Kit Kats. What? Isn't that how mad cow disease started? By feeding cows cows. And now they're doing it with kick like mad Kit Kat disease. How does that work? Is it like yogurt and it grows itself? The programme, an episode of BBC Two series, the Inside the Factory, blah, 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 presented by TV chef and um, um yeah, Greg Wallace. It showed a worker being asked what happens to all the broken Kit Kats. She replies, they go into rework where they're used for fillings for the wafer. One viewer commented on Twitter, wait, the filling is ground up Kit Kat? The inside of a Kit Kat bar is crushed up Kit Kat bars, which makes you wonder how the first Kit Kat bar was ever made. (coughs) That's nuts, isn't it? That's, I mean, uh, how do they do that? How do they get the filling of a cream egg? And can you not just buy like a, t- a big giant tub of cream egg filling? Just like a big tub. That would be... Well, imagine imagine a big bucket of cream egg filling. And just, you've got, you got a big ladle. And you just put in a ladle, an actual soup ladle. Having that, that would be the dream. I mean, that really would be the dream. Mark, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit another hour of this. Um, if my throat holds up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can call him at absolutely anything, preferably sober, but you know, the drunk calls are quite good fun as well. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. 
Talk Radio. Well, I was listening to a very bizarre version of um, One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies, where all the instruments have been replaced by him going, It's been. Oh, it's done my head in. I actually feel um, travel sick listening to a song. Outrageous. Late nights with Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Drove downtown in the rain, 9.30 on a Tuesday night, just to check out the late night record shop. Call it impulsive, call it compulsive, call it insane. But when I'm surrounded, I just can't stop. It's a matter of instinct, it's a matter of conditioning, a matter of fact. You can call me Pavla Dahl. Ring a bell and I'll salivate. How'd you like that? Dr. Landy, tell me you're not just a pedagogue. Cause right now I have lying in bed. Just like Brian Wilson did. Well, I have. I'm lying in bed just like Brian Wilson did.
Let me just say, Phil. Sorry, we're sorry. Phil, or is that Gary? No, you're Phil. Phil. Hello. Yeah, stop calling. You're drunk. I, 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 I wanted my mate Gary to speak to you. Like I, I said to my mate Gary. Yes. Phone Albie Lee. Albie Lee. Him. Albie. Who, who's Albie? You. Big fan, huh? Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. Albie. Big fan. Suddenly I don't feel so bad. Suddenly I don't feel so bad. He thinks I'm called Albie. Who is called Albie? I don't know. Not many people these days. Big fan. Big fan, Ian. Well, so I think you're called Albie. What? Stop calling in. <laughs> Boyle has joined me in the studio. What's up? That means mischief mm-hmm. is afoot. Or either that or Ed has dropped one. <laughs> Both. Right, stop calling. Me? No, turn to Phil again. Is he doing it again? Phil! Or Gary? I know you're there. Jeez. <laughs> Phil and Gary? Thank you. Um, let's go to... Everyone's calling in as double acts. It's Joe and Bruce. Hello. Hey. How you doing? Um, I'm okay. Well, I'm, uh, wh- why are we calling in as double... Why are we doing duos all of a sudden? Isn't that the theme this evening? <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it, would, it would seem to be the theme this evening, yes. What have you got for us, gentlemen? Very, very little. I've, I've been listening for years and years. What, like, do, you think, what do you think my name is? And your name is Albie, isn't it, right? <laughs> yeah, they are big fans, these guys. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah. They know me well. Yes. Yeah. So, I've been listening since the LBC days, uh, yes. and the only thing I've really got to you is, where's Verinda? Now, okay, Verinda used to call me a lot at the other radio, well, a lot at LBC and a lot at um, uh, Absolute. Didn't call me, I think once called me when I was at the BBC for four years. As called, mm. She's called... Maybe four or five times since I've been here. Um, and she normally, what we'll do is, we don't do straight to air on a Friday evening anymore, but what would happen is, like, literally the last 50 seconds of broadcast time, she'd flash up on the screen. She's been tweeting me this evening, actually, um, but I don't quite know why she doesn't call in anymore. Yeah, there you go. I was just thinking, Vinny used to come up all the time, all the time back in the day, but I haven't heard him for years and years and years. And I've been listening, like, since... I was listening from as a 15-year-old kid with my mum in the car when you were on drive at LBC. I used to drive on LBC, imagine, yeah. The good old days. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. I can't believe... Funny enough, Agent Chris, my old producer, sent me um, a tweet on... uh, uh, The text on New Year's Day saying we should go out for a coffee or something, which I will will happily do. I'm a big fan of Chris's. Um, Cool. uh, Yeah, well, you know... Well, thank you for um, listening. Yeah, let me... um, Hang on a minute. Let me find the thread, because Vinny was was tweeting me, and I ignore Vinny quite a lot. But let me... um, (laughs) <laughs> uh, hang on a minute. I'm going to say. That's fair enough. Yeah, oh, he's a, he's an idiot. Um, where is it? Where is it? I, um, 
Uh, um, one of the, the um, guy called Glenn died. Glenn was used to used to be a bit of a fan of the show and uh, was mate of Scrots and um, he passed away mm. at, at no age. Sorry, I'm just saying, Emma's just reminded me of that. Thank you. Um, hang on a minute. Um, someone is calling in requesting you, Vinny. There we go. The, the tweet. Yeah, let's see. let's see if we can make this happen. The tweet has been sent. You may it, you may have just unleashed a demon. <laughs> you may have just unleashed a demon. Let's hang on. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Vinny, is that you? Won't get better song. Hello, in. Yeah, is, is that Vinny? My love can tie on me, scrolling. No, okay, that's not. It's that drunk bloke again. Again? Uh, <laughs> they're getting worse. Totally uh, never mind. Well, <laughs> let's let's see what happens. The bat signal has been flashed, guys. You never know. You never, you never know. Thank you for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Potty mouth, Kerry. Good evening, potty mouth. Hi, Ian. I'm hovering over the dumb button. I don't remember her. I'm okay. Do you know what? I'm I'm a lot better than I was. I've got a list of five things that make me happy. Okay. You said after twelve, it's got to be things that make you happy. Well, no. What? We're, okay. Well, no. What we're going to do is we're going to play. We're going to have a game of brilliant Bigger. tennis. It's called brilliant tennis. Brilliant something. tennis. Yeah. So you just well, I go first, then Kath goes first, then you go first, and we just say things that are brilliant. Yeah, but you might not get what I'm saying. Well, that's that's your problem. Okay. Right. Not everyone else is great. I love this game already. Screw, screw those guys. Um, okay. I go first, and I always start with, because it's international standards, this is how you start the game, the Beach right. Boys. Catherine. <laughs> Dogs in cars. Lambs! Oh, hang on. Hang on a minute, Kerry. Cut potty mouth. I was, Sorry. I was qualifying my dogs. Dogs in cars sticking their heads out the window. Absolutely. And I'm going to go, I'm going to follow Kath with saying mambas. Man- Mambas? Yeah, it's Border Terriers. Okay. Um, <coughs> really stinky cheese. Mm. Swinging kids by their arms between two grown-ups. Lambs! Um, I don't think I can think of anything else that's uh, that's, that's brilliant. Oh, doing um, uh, doing uh, handstands underwater in swimming pools. Red, shiny, wobbly jelly. Yep. Bill Murray. Yeah, fair play. All right, yeah. I, all right. No, I, I'll see you, Bruce Lee. Those Ooh. pink pink wafer biscuits. Yep. Real life foxes. Sorry. What? Okay, I've got one. Fox hunts. Oh. No! What? You can't do that! You can't... You can't criticise someone at work. Someone else thinks okay, he's brilliant. Sorry, Fox sorry, hunts. Sorry, sorry. Go on. Crack on. Okay. okay. Oh. I've gone off you mm. a bit now. Um, they're, they're, brilliant. they're brilliant. Uh, I've got great oh, I've got one. Go on, I've got one. I've got one. Puppy's bellies. Ooh. Sniffing mini eggs. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, God, oh, oh, here we go. Um, piercing oh, the, the foil of uh, a new coffee jar. Oh, oh God! Oh, 
Here's one I love. <coughs> taking, Go on. taking the tags off a new top. Oh, taking the tags off a top that's irritating you. That's, she she, she means the labels. She, she, yeah. That's yeah, that's labels, sorry, labels. Yeah. 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 Oh, busted. Um, oh, bugger. Yeah, you're out, I'm afraid, Kerry, but thanks for calling. Um, that was weird, wasn't it? A bit. <laughs> Let's take a break. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Have you seen that tweet from the Mexican president yes. to Trump? <laughs> I've just seen it. I've never, this is the Mexican president to Donald Trump. Trump, when will you understand? I am not paying for that effing wall. Be clear with US taxpayers, they will pay for it. But he's not the president anymore. It says he's president of Mexico from 2000 to 2006. Oh, oh okay, okay, fine. Okay. So he's p- playing fast and loose. They fox Quesada. Sorry? That's his name. We're all going to die. Um, let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Oh, good evening. Good evening, Ray. What you got for us? Um, well, I wasn't in the room, but then after listening to a couple of the meetings you've had a little while ago, I thought I might as well. Yeah, um, it's, it turns out it's, we've really lowered the bar this evening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to mention, um, have you ever heard of false memories? Is this like the Mandela syndrome? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. My, my one is, um, my, my father died in the, late, uh, in the mid-90s. Um, and I've got these memories of watching a particular show uh, on called Call My Bluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and back in the mid-90s, um, one of the team captains was Alan Corrin. And I've got these vivid memories of watching it with my dad yeah. um, when he was ill. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I, I um, had the pleasure of playing poker with her, with his daughter. Victoria Corrin Mitchell, of course, yes, yes. I've worked with and, her, uh, Just chatting with her, um, and that came up. And then she mentioned... Um, the date when her dad started, and I thought, well, that can't be right because that doesn't sound right. But then later on at home, I checked it, and basically he started on Call My Bluff about four months after my dad died. So so all these memories I've got of watching the show with him are made up. Or or dreams. I I, I've dreamt it, but... Well, there's a little bit of cross-pollinate. How did that... Realise... Because obviously those memories were, I imagine, were quite treasured memories. Yeah, because I obviously did other stuff with him, but because he was was quite ill for a while, so we sort of um, spent, you know, more time together probably when he was ill. Yeah. But yeah, and so obviously a lot lot of memories are proper memories, but these particular ones can't have existed. How did it make you feel, Ray? This is fascinating. How did it make you feel realising that this memory that you carried around and and held on to, actually, it it was something that didn't happen? Yeah, absolutely, and didn't find out for sort of, you know, um, 16, but 17 how did it make years, you so feel when you felt, when you found out, did it demean those memories at all, or did it not really have any impact on them? It, it just, it just made me think, am I a complete yeah. mentalist? This is, this is, this is the Mandela syndrome. Is it? Yeah, the Mandela effect, where, um... That people, people, I, I can't even. I'm giving this any credence whatsoever. But people believe that um, at various points, time splits, and some people go on one timeline and remember stuff. Anyway, I'm boring myself because I don't quite understand it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, 
I have it in as much as I remember things that happened to me as a child, but actually, I probably don't remember them. I just remember being told about them right, so many yeah. times that, in my head, that, that it, it, I've forgotten being told about them, and instead I've created this memory of, of it actually happening. Yeah, I suppose that's similar. Well, kind of, kind of, but, um, how funny. How funny, Ray. Yeah, a bit, a bit, well, because I was sitting there, just sitting, playing poker, thinking... She, she can't, you know, she must be wrong. She, she must have started before. Because <laughs> then I'm thinking, because if, if that's true, yeah. where do these memories come Why are they suddenly just entered my head? Yeah. Um, and, and, maybe maybe know, it wasn't your dad's. Maybe maybe you were watching so, something else with someone else. Yeah, so the, the actual memory, and the thing is, I wasn't young. I was, I'd been 26. So it wasn't if I was sort of seven or eight. At that time, you know, where sometimes you can not get things quite right and remember things sort of wrongly. I was in my mid-twenties, um, so, you know, all my faculties as well, so, yeah, it's, it's a little bit bizarre. Hang on a minute. When I found out it was impossible and it never happened. From 1996 to 2005, he was on Call My Bluff. Yes. Yeah, and my my dad died early nineteen ninety six. So, well, maybe, well, maybe he was on it, but he was. On, it says he was he was the team captain. Yeah, so, so, so he was a team. So he was on it every every day. So yeah, but so maybe. Oh, and you remember him being on it every day? Oh no, yeah, because he was actually one of the team captains. So he was. Yeah, so um, you had the presenter, and then you had um, Alan Corran, and Sandy Toxvic was the other team captain. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so. Yep. And, it was, and, and during that time, he was in hospital anyway, so, so I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe it started in early 96 before he died, but he, he wasn't at home, so... Good old Alan Corrin, he was good, Alan Corrin, wasn't he? And, and, and unfortunately, because there was another link, and in, in my, obviously I've dreamt it or something, yeah. they, they knew each other, because my dad was a Fleet Street journalist in the 60s. Yeah. So, um, so it was happening, and I, well, I've got a conversation in my memory of him saying, oh, I know Alan from when I was in Fleet Street. Yeah, but again... Never happened. <laughs> never happened. Completely random, sort of, false memory. Ray, nice one. Thank you for that. The, the human mind, let's be honest, is nuts, mm. isn't it? When I was listening to that, I was thinking maybe it's from... The months that went afterwards, him watching it and thinking his dad would have enjoyed it or something like that, and it's stuck that way. But that's, that is random for him to remember it so vividly. Gingerbeard Mark, good evening. Evening, Albie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to stick. I don't mind that sticking, because it's... Um, he's still calling in, that fella. Maybe we'll take him again at the end of the show, but he can waste, <laughs> he can waste his phone bill well, now. His signal kept dropping earlier on, so maybe he thinks it's that again, you see. That's why he, no, he's, he's, not, he's one of those... He's just absolutely steaming it's not the fun drunk it's not the a little bit sweary drunk it is the bladdered drunk he will not remember any of that he doesn't know what he's doing he's li- oh, right, hang on a minute let's see he'll, let's see he'll be singing my love kintyre or something here we go go on phil right, here yeah I'm, go- I'm going all right mate how's it nice to talk to you sorry about earlier which bit? Everything, really. We ruined it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So, thank you for giving me a chance. I want to make amends now. I you, make... No, hang on, but you, the last time you made amends, you ruined that as well. And then you called me Albie. Well, I was listening to a podcast ages ago when um, you had, um, what's her name? Catherine 
say, and she's done a thing when they were messing around, and she called you Alby or something. So uh. it was just in my head. Sorry about that, Ian. That's quite all right, Phil. Do you, re- do you remember that? I, d- I do remember. Do you get this right? <laughs> Barry from Watford. You had Barry from Watford He's... and Catherine Say, yeah, and it was so yeah, funny. It was. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember it, Phil. Well, listen, but maybe. I get... Sorry. Ma- maybe but... you should just stop but... calling in tonight. No, I'm not really that drunk, to be honest well, with you. Well, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you should stop calling in tonight. Uh, why? Because how do you think it's gone for the last 40 Rubbish. minutes of you phoning me? Absolute rubbish. Beautiful. Really You've, got You've got it. You've got it. You've got it. Do you know what, Ian? Yes. Do you know what, Ian? Listen, I, I am, like, sensible. I'm, I'm Drunk people are manager. so boring. Yes? I know. Am I boring? Yes. Yes, you are now. Yeah. But you know what? I've got something to say. Well, well, you've not said... You've been on for the last 40 minutes and you've not said it, so say it now. You're giving me a... Re- you know what? I've got an opportunity now, haven't I? You said you've got something to say. I don't believe that at all. Say it. Well, Ian, I, I, I was just going to come out of it. Talk, talk radio is absolutely fantastic. You're... No, come on. Mark. <laughs> That's kind of that moment where you go, I love you, man. It's not because yeah. I'm fine. I know what I'm saying. Oh, man. Love you, man. Mark, I, I'm, I'm so... I, I, <laughs> now I, I don't drink. Um, I haven't done for years and years and years. And the, 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 the people that had a couple of glasses of wine or a couple of beers, there's, there's, there's a bit of a cheeky charm. But once they get beer, once they get onto the third glass or the, the third bottle of beer, oh, God, so boring. Just really boring tedious people who boring drunks are boring anyway mark he's going to be phoning in playing records and a bit going this song made me think of you <laughs> he's, phoning, <laughs> he's phoning in again now so. can we try again yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's um, how's our video doing mark have we got over ten thousand? have we gone viral we've not yet gone viral okay but that's 537 views oh flipping it that's rubbish I know. Tell me about it. I blame you for it. Well, I blame you. Deleting all your tweets. Well, you t- well I, I blame you for being a muppet. <laughs> well, I'll, I phoned in because I got a bone to pick with you anyway. Oh, I thought we got a special deal. Yeah. And then suddenly I hear you like inviting all and sundry to come and make videos. No, no, I no, Mark. That was our special thing. Mark, you've in, you've inspired me to open. <laughs> it's like um. It's like uh, I'm giving away this program's source code. What do they call it? Freeware. What do they call it when anyone can go in and hack the program? Just say it. Don't type it. Just just say the word. Come on, you can do it. Open source. Open source. Thank you very much indeed. It's open. This show. You, Mark, have inspired me to make this show open source. That's that's cool. I I like to be inspiring. Yeah, you're a great inspiration. (laughs) I want it to be unique as well. Well... I'm not going to go that far, um, but you know, the, the, it's open source. Anyone can have access to the um, data banks that power this show, i.e. mine and Catherine's brains. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> you can have access, full, uh, unfettered access to um, brains. As long as they write as polite an email as I did. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
got to be, got to be polite, but yet you can actually really get um, really get deep deep involved in our brains. The uh, the other thing was uh, if you want cream egg, like just the cream egg, the goo, cream the, egg goo, the, the ice the ice cream's pretty good. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. I'm losing weight though, so I can't do any. I'm this, not losing weight. I'm I'm putting more <laughs> weight on despite eating nothing and going to the gym a lot. I'm putting weight on again. It'll settle. It won't. It will. See what you've done, Mark. You've you've created a division where there needn't be any. <laughs> oh God, I'm like uh, all of the phone and radio, aren't I? Yeah, exactly. You are. You are. You are the <laughs> Nigel Farage of callers. You just broke the band up. <laughs> leaving. Yeah. Anything else, Mark? No, nothing. Just uh, looking forward to doing performance ring and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Mark's going to be showing. We, 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 well, I'll send, I'm going to send out emails this weekend to everyone that I've got down to make sure they're doing it, and we can have a little chat about what you're going to show. Mark's going to show a film at performance ring. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Gatford, Richard, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Let's bring um, Gapford and Richard, enemy of the North, into the conversation. Good evening, ladies. Evening. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, I'm Rick Gapford, go first. Oh, thank you very much, Richard. Um, I'm really annoyed with Are you. Are you sure about that, Richard? Because Gapford is quite dull. Well, uh, yeah, I'm quite dull. Well, you haven't you heard what I want to talk about yet. So, so, uh, but basically, what, what we're teasing up here at 12.30 on a Friday night, when some people might be thinking, ah, I'm a bit tired, I'm going to... Uh, should I stick around for the last half hour of the show? What you've just done there is you've you've set the listener up for a good five minutes of what? tedium. I'm going to read an official email from the government, so... Um, okay. Oh, Okay, we still got the don't don't worry, dear listener. The casual listener, we've got the drunk people are call, still calling in, so we we might have a little bit more. Um, well, I was going to say I'm annoyed with Phil because ruining this show is my job. So, well, um, technically it's Catherine's job. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I wondered if we could ever go at um, brilliant um, Venice again. Being you and Kath, and maybe Richard. Well, Kath has gone to make me a coffee, because I'm flagging a bit, but the oh. three of us compare. I'll go first, then Gatford, then Richard. Okay, we're starting with the international standard, the Beach Boys. The Beatles. So what are, uh, what are we playing? Sorry, I, I missed that. We're playing Brilliant Tennis, Richard. Brilliant Tennis. Yeah. Right, okay. I'll start again. The Beach Boys. The Beatles. Granddaddy. Guitars. Katia. Richard. Sorry? Self-referential, though. You've, you've just listed yourself in Brilliant Tennis, yeah? Yes, I have, yes, yeah. Okay. Um, Valid move. Um, touch screens. Nigel Farage on LBC. Kinder eggs. Uh, Kinder bars. Kinder bueno bars. Freshly ironed uh, t-shirts. Uh, socks. Socks. Do you know yeah, how to good. play this game, Richard? <laughs> I'm just kind of looking around my room, to be honest. We're, we're playing brilliant tennis. You just, all you've got to do is list things that are brilliant. Yeah, I know, but I, I, maybe my outlook on life isn't as positive as yours, Ian. Mine is, mine is, this is why I invented this game, to try and save, you know, the, the severely the depressed young men. Shut up. And I got the little dig in there, Gatford. I got that. I heard yeah. that. Yeah. I hope you did. You're lucky I didn't go for drain cleaner, because that was the, the next thing I was looking at. Struth, you really are low, aren't you? 
I think we should lift Richard up a bit. I think he's he's close to uh, the edge. Um, oh, I've got or, some. Go- I've got some good news. Got, go some, got some good news. I'm I'm loving. I'm loving. I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to leave it there because I'm loving watching this story unfold. Right. This is a great story. It's unfolding. It's taking years to unfold. Wow. E-cigarettes could damage sperm. Thank you very much. <laughs> you smug vapists who all attacked me about a year ago. I've blocked you all. Uh, you're going to have wonky sperm. Electronic okay. cigarettes could damage men's fertility through toxic chemicals in the flavouring study suggested. Cinnamon-flavoured e-cigarettes in particular... Makes sperm slower swimmers. Bubblegum flavour, another of the most popular, kills off cells in the testes. You know what this is? Yeah? Evolution. Yay! These vapists. You you vapists. Oh, it's better for you than than smoking. It's not even smoking. It's better for you than smoking. Would you rather your boys smoked or vaped? Well... Uh, I would rather that that my boy's testes were didn't have the cells removed by bubblegum flavoured um, e-cigarettes. So I'm just every every couple of months a little story comes up that says e-cigarettes, and I said this from day one that e-cigarettes are, are not quite as good for you as we all think. We don't when when fags came out, everyone thought fags were good for you. Oh gosh, they used to be given out to the yeah. soldiers, didn't they? To they keep thought their chests fags clear. Fags were good for you, and everyone said the same thing about e-cigarettes. You watch, guys, over the next five six years. Oh, <laughs> no one's ever said that as a cigar, though, have they? What? That it's good for you. Yeah, lots of people never claimed that. No one's ever claimed a cigar is good for you. I think that was probably the idea back in the day when the Elizabethans started smoking them. Didn't they use a pipe, though, didn't they? Well, the Indians used to smoke cigars, didn't they? Well, what do you think think a cigarette... Where do you think the word cigarette comes from? Cigar (laughs) et... Small cigar. That's what a cigarette is. It's a small. It's it's a, a, a well, it's a cigarette. It's a small cigar. And also, surely the only reason anyone smokes is because it makes you um, really, really cool. Um, and and no. e-cigarettes is the exact opposite. Yeah, exactly. Looks like you're. Um, <laughs> just you're having bubblegum flavour and it's... cinnamon flavour. Go and have a uh-huh. go and have a packet of fags. It looks like they're playing a kazoo. Uh, <laughs> uh, can Why I is it? We've got a LA from my window. You've what? I can see something called a vape cafe from my window, oh, and every a... time I walk past it, I'm, I'm just. There's a great line, David Cross, one of my favourite comedians, he's got a new film on on Netflix, and the opening line is, I wonder what those vape cafes are going to be in six months' time when they all close down. And it's just, <laughs> they pop up everywhere, and guess what, guys? They're empty. They are all, I've never walked past a full vape cafe. Tell you what, though, I was behind someone who was vaping in his car the other day, and it was yeah. like driving behind Ivor the engine. Yep, yep. Because he, he had the window open, and I was thinking, doop, gosh, doop, said his, his, his uh, engine is smoking. No, hang on a minute. He is smoking. Smoking! Somebody stop me! There is a fantastic video on YouTube where the, the guy in the car in front is uh, vaping, and he's, like, modified his thing to puff through a huge cloud. Um, and the guy filming the video was really, really excited about it. And he's like, yeah, go on! Do another one! Do another one! That's what this guy was doing. Oh! So oh, that? that was you, and you know it. It follows research. It's uh, it follows research that these flavorings, which are taken into the lungs within vapor, contain 
contain cancer-causing chemicals, including formaldehyde. Oh, they're, they're, they're completely harmless, Ian. Oh, these e-cigarettes. I don't know what, we're going to send a hundred, literally hundreds of people to attack you on Twitter for daring to question that e-cigarettes may not be quite as good for you as everybody says they are. Is it, is it just the flavours, then, that are dangerous? Oh, is, is that, that what? It's the whole thing. You're putting something in your body that's not, that shouldn't be put in there. Here we go. It comes, here we go, there's more. There's more. Oh, God, there it comes as scientists. We've had two revelations so far. One, well, three. Cinnamon flavoured makes your sperm go slow. Bubble gum kills off your testes. Um, other researchers found the flavourings, uh, uh, contain formaldehyde. And they said that it comes as scientists at the University of Salford, so a different research thing, found e-cigarette flavourings such as butterscotch and menthol risk lung damage by killing off bronchial cells. This is outrageous! Say, do you trust anything coming out of Salford? Hey! (laughs) Watch your dirty mouth. I knew that would get you. Should I cut him off, Kath? Do it! Yeah, he's gone. Richard, how are you going to... Uh, s- oh, uh, Richard, enemy of the North. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm a friend of the North now. I decided to... Uh, to know- Cut him off. <laughs> I'm not having that. I, I don't... Listen, if you're going to come on and slag off a region or a person, then have the balls to st- to stand by it. Don't, don't pussyfoot around. Is that phrase, pussyfoot around? Yes. We all know why cats do that that thing, don't they? Yeah, they, th- they think they're going to sleep on a snake. They're worried they're going to sit on a snake. We, f- we found out that c- the cats do the clawing thing on your lap because they're worried they're going to sit on a snake. Mm. Making sure there's no snakes around. That hurts, though, doesn't it? It does. They're needing. My cat, uh, Velvet, has started is taking to biting my nipple. Oh, God. It is... Why are you putting your nipple near your cat's face? Well, I didn't originally. I just, I just, Why are you offering your cat your nipple? Well, she sleeps on the bed with me, and I, I, would, I sleep in the bed topless, ladies and guys. Um, although, at the moment, I've been wearing a T-shirt because it's a bit cold. But she would come up, and she very occasionally would sniff my no- uh, my eye, and her nose will touch my eye. Very occasionally, she'll chew my hair on my head. And the other day, she was sniffing my nipple. I thought, oh, she's going to bite this. And she didn't. It did not hurt, but it was great. That wasn't sexual. It wasn't. Go- I didn't get aroused a, a because of my cat biting my nipple. But it was. Do you think maybe she's trying to um, suckle from you? The Does mouth. You think you're a big cat. They've got. Um, I'm ignoring this. It's the beard. I'm ignoring this. Is Kathy. it the beard? Her mouth is perfect nipple size. It, I, honestly, it was. Inc- it was, just went right around it. I don't think you should be allowed to keep. What animals. do they call it? The areoli. Mm. Just right around the areoli. Areola. I think you're confusing that with ravioli. No, I'm confusing it with that delicious garlicky mayonnaise you get in. Alioli. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what I'm confusing it with. So she, that might I be what you're I could murder some alioli. Oh, a bit of alioli and some thick, crusty bread. Mm. Just that, and that's just the starter. Um, 03444991000. Someone please call in, otherwise it's going to be that drunk bloke again. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Phones have uh, gone a bit mental, saving us from going to drunk Phil. Darren! Hello, Ian. Yes, Darren. How are you doing? Re- I'm really tired, man. I'm looking forward to getting into bed tonight. Oh, right, okay. Well, I'm working all the way at five o'clock in the morning. Uh, quite dead and done. The reason I was phoning you uh, was to talk about um, the 11 o'clock show. Oh, yeah, go on. 
Um, I mean, that was one of these shows, just as it started to get famous, you know, everybody know about it. You went off air, why? What happened? And one day there was like three people on that, you know, I'd never seen before, and I'd done about two shows and it went off. So, what happened there? Um, what, you talking about uh, why the whole series stopped? Yeah, well, yeah, it was, it was, it was great, it was fantastic. And oh, all of a sudden, you know, I just... It ran, it, it ran its course. We the, the, we did four series, and then there was a fifth yeah. series, and everybody, as, as happens, when a show is fairly successful, they cut the budgets. Yeah. So everybody that, literally everybody that worked on the series mm-hmm. left, and it was completely new people. I was the only person that stayed, and then I walked off just before we went to air, because it was rubbish and a terrible mistake. It just, it ran its course, I think, Darren. It, mm-hmm. we, there, there were four series, five series, if you include the last one that I wasn't in. Um, and it, you know, it, it did its job and it, it jettisoned people off into movies stardom. and, and stardom and, and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So it did its job. There's another thing I was thinking, I, and I'm not just saying that because I'm speaking to you on the phone and that. Uh-oh. You, I think you were the most talented out of a lot of them. Well, that's not, that, no, that's not no? true. No, that's not true. I mean, I think, <laughs> Gerv- no, you no, were no. funny, you were a cheekiest. Well, no, you, well, I'm having the cheeks, but I think Gervais and Sasha... I don't know if yeah. they're geniuses, but I think they're, yeah. they are um, incredible comedy. They have incredible comedy minds. Those two people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they were, you know, they were they were light years ahead of me. And Mackenzie was on it, and Mackenzie is Mackenzie brilliant. Good, brilliant. He was the fall guy, was he? Yeah, he was the fall guy. Yeah, and, and uh, he was. Uh, uh, he. I mean, I still see Mackenzie. He is. Um, he is brilliant. So no, no, no. I was. I, I was. I, I was. I'm aware of what my role was on there, and uh, you know, I'm. I'm grateful that I've, I'm still working. Do you still see Sasha and uh, Ricky no. or that? No, 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 no. no. I, 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 don't, I haven't seen them for years and years and years. And, and why uh-huh. would I? You know, they, they are off. They are multi-millionaires making movies. And, and, yes, uh, I believe you know, so. I was doing local why radio. Why did you not go the movies then? No. No? No. So what did you do after talk, uh, sorry, after the 11 o'clock show? I mean, uh, maybe I didn't watch enough TV. Where did you go for a few years? I, we, did, uh, I did Rise, which was the ill-fated follow-up to The Big Breakfast for a year. Right. Um, and then I, um, got pissed. Pissed? What do you mean? But just went on a drink for a few years? Yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. Oh, was it good? No. No, it was, it was a mess. Oh, hmm. You know something, I've been listening to talk radio for so many years. Yeah. Then I went off, then I went all sport. Yeah. I've never phoned in. It's weird, the fact that the first time I phoned, it was actually to yourself, you know, because yeah. I'm a big fan of James Well, I've never phoned... See me, George Galway never phoned, yeah. and I was just listening. I always wanted to know what happened to eleven o'clock shows. You know, well, yeah, yeah, there, these, we uh, well there you go. I, ho- I hope I've answered yeah. your question, Darren. You have. Nice Thank you very much. Thanks for expressing an day. interest. Bye bye. <clears throat> Isn't it funny to think that people are, you know, not many, but people are interested in bits of your career? I found that conversation very uncomfortable. I not Darren's it. fault, but um, just going back over. Stuff I find uncomfortable. I uh, I could tell because you didn't look at me once. Yay! But it's funny that that um, people might be interested. Let's go to Dan. Good evening, Dan. Before I continue, I must tell you that this call is my intellectual property. You obviously have a much better understanding of copyright law than I do. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for letting us <laughs> I have nothing else to say, but you, I wanted to rescue you from a drunk man. Now, if I can monopolise this line for a few moments. Yes. 
I may rescue you from a drunk man. Well, you, you uh, is, what have you got planned for this weekend, Dan? Let's 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 get down to the nitty gritty. No more beating around the bush. Come on, what's happening this weekend I would in love Dan's to world? Have a lion. I'd love to have a lion. It's just not going to happen. It hasn't happened for four years. Aye. Really? You've not had one lion for four years? Not what I would count as a lion. Oh. What, what does that count? Like getting up at half past two in the afternoon? Just in time for chuckle vision. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're getting up and the hours are still in one digit, yeah. it's not a lion. No. no. You're right. <laughs> if you wake up and you don't feel ashamed of yourself, it is not a lion. Mm-hmm. If you wake up and there is any point putting other clothes on apart from your bed clothes, not a lion. To be honest, at the weekend, if, unless I'm planning on leaving the house, why put anything else on? Hey. I don't know what you're laughing at. You go shopping in your pajamas. <laughs> yeah, but I put other clothes on for the hey, top. Only I know. <clears throat> in the papers today, they've tried to shame some pajama shoppers. Where do you stand on the shame? It, well, you've just tried to shame Catherine, Dan. So yeah, but I I'm unashamed. Hey, I don't give her monkeys, me. Yeah, well, that's because you're, you're from Salford. <laughs> Salford. To be fair, though, she cheats it. She doesn't actually do it. No. Didn't she say, you wear clothes over the top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got my, I've got my pajama top under my jumper, but who's going to know? Two women... It's basically a vest under a jumper, yeah, isn't it? That's fine. Two women shop at Tesco in their pajamas at 7pm. <laughs> There's pictures of them. The pair also wearing dressing gowns. Huh? was snapped by amazed shopper Chris Cook. Up yours, Cook. How dare he? He put the picture on Tesco's Facebook page saying, it's disgusting. Here we go, look, there's the message he put. Dear Tesco, please can you put a rule in place that people like this will not be served in your stores? It's bloody disgusting. I mean, who doesn't have time to get changed into clothes to go shopping? The line is, are you doing a full shop? Or have you run out because your kid needs some cowpole or something? Exactly. Yeah. Who's this Chris Cook? I don't know. Gok Wan's brother, apparently. No, that would be Chris Wan. You don't know what the situation is with their that family. That is true. That is very, very, very true. You're making assumptions there that you should not be assuming. Yes, exactly. totally. I apologise. Well, thank you, Dan. You've saved me for, for a drunk for a bit, but I'm afraid... Yes, Phil! <laughs> Phil! He's falling asleep. Hello? Yeah. Phil! Hello, Ian, how you going? Yeah, yeah, you've been calling in for an hour, mate. And I, I'll... I know, I just want one, one more chance. And I'll to do what? To what? To, to what? To bore us again? Well, just want one more chance. And to do what? Give me the chance, well, actually. I haven't, necessarily. Honest, I'm actually, well, one I'm more chance you... to do what? Tell you something. I want to say a story. Go on, then. A very... All right. Okay. The second right. I get last bored... Year. The second I get bored, I'm cutting you off, right? Okay. Right. Last year, I got on the train and... <laughs> Rashid! I've had a few drinks, Ian. I, I, I've had a few drinks. I'm a Muslim. I've had a few drinks. You, all you, all you Muslims love it. You I, love I, it. I love, I love calf. I love calf. Hey, guys. I love, I love that. Right. I don't, I don't like Ed. Ed's a Christian. I hate him. Hate Ed. Ian, Ian. Yeah. I love you. I love you, man. He only says this when he's drunk. Yeah. I do. I do. Leave, leave, leave it, Rashid. Leave it, Rashid. It's not worth it. Oh, Ian. Um. I was going to say, um, yeah. do you want to play the brilliant game? Mm. Yeah, go on. 
I'll start. The Beach Boys. Um, Hang on, it's Catherine's turn. Uh, Sock Monkeys. Um, pulling the belly, pulling the fluff out your belly button. I wonder where that was going, pulling the belly. <laughs> Monty Python. Mm, uh, the Muppet Show. Um, trimming your moustache, nice fresh trim of your moustache. Um, oh, the, the, the smoothness of a, of a clean, fresh shave. A perfectly round, perfectly bald baby's head. Um, rubbing your ribs. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> curly whirlies. Tickling kids. Uh, the inside of Kit Kats. Chuck Norris movies. Oh. Strawberry laces. Um, lying on a Saturday. Um, not getting into bed till about five o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Other people's chips. <laughs> Smell of vinegar, salt and vinegar. Yeah. Smell of salt and vinegar on the chips. Um... Oh, finding a bowling ball that fits your hand. Mm-hmm. Custard donuts. Uh, egg custards. Yeah. Let's have one more round. Um, okay. Okay. Um, oh, the back of the neck on my kids. Finding a fiver. Mm-hmm. My granddaughter. Yeah, nice one, Rashi. Thank you. Um, here's a, how do you cure hiccups? Boo! Massaging the rectum. What? That's what it says here. <laughs> no, that's what I've never tried. La- this is... Um, th- th- basically, there's a study out that shows that zombies... Whoa, whoa, whoa. How did they find this out? Now, well, this is, zombies would wipe out humanity in just six months, a university study warns. But then it says other loony uni research. An unlikely cure for hiccups from a US study is massaging the rectum. Lap dancers earn bigger tips when performing while ovulating. Yeah. So I've heard. My throat's got some cut. People can be tricked into thinking stale crisps are fresh if loud crunching sounds are played as they eat. That is brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> Zombies would wipe out humanity in just six months. It's predicted the lurching fictional creatures would take a mere 100 days to infect nearly everyone on the planet. By then, apparently only 100 humans would be left. But these poor stragglers will also be hunted down and zombified within six months. Science students at the Leicester University decided to calculate how long it would take a flesh-eating zombie virus to kill us all. The group of undergraduates, inspired by gory TV shows such as The Walking Dead, then published their um, apocalyptic findings under the title of Zombie Epidemic. I don't think that is loony research. I think that's mathematics. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But there's a lot of... We assume a zombie will turn one person into a zombie each day with a 90% probability. Yeah. Um... Go on, then. You've got the last two minutes of the show. <laughs> Hello? 
Hello? Hello? Hello? Right, thank you. Right, I basically went to Dover and all the way down there with my dog, done it for charity, walked back to my house, camped out overnight. One stayed out, camps, raised money, got home. It was excellent. Unfortunately, though, when I got back, I wore the dog out. Hello, Ian? Hello? Hello? I'm not sure if you can hear me, but I've raised loads of money for charity. Um, it's all good. Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Dial up and talk radio. We'll get you talking.